Show me the news. And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's Show Me the News. Welcome gamers to Show Me Your News, the pinnacle for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you. Rumor-filled gossip, hardware blunders, or upcoming releases. If it relates to video games, we want to talk about it. I am Yoko. I am the Buzzsaw. Our top stories today for episode 81 of the podcast on Saturday, February 26th. Uh, We've got... It's oh, no, not it's 26 because oh, I'm you're, a dumbass. Your and in, oh, your outline's in, wrong. In my outline, it is wrong. I get <laughs> dates blurred together, but today is the 26th. <laughs> this is true. Um, so our top stories today. Pound 5 happened recently in Alexandria, Virginia. Was that where it is? It was in Virginia somewhere. Yeah, somewhere back east. Um, we got the 3DS launch in Japan. Uh, and let's see, a game theme won the Grammys recently. Well, won a Grammy award. They didn't win the entire Grammys. That'd be yeah. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> that'd be awesome. We talked recently about a uh, a Capcom game that was kind of copying off of off of uh, Explosion Ma'am. Explosion Man, not Ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, what am I doing with this show? Uh, but we have another one that might be a little more copy pasted, and we'll talk about that. Our hilarity of the week, we were going to talk about a different story, but then uh, Kirby Chu posted a link in uh, the episode 81 details thread on the Show Me News forums, and it was never the same again. Uh, Out recently is Bulletstorm and Killzone 3. The big in this week is the Legend of Zelda 25th anniversary, so we don't really do like a Zelda cast per se, but we're going to do a little quick you know, retrospective of some of our you know, favorite Zelda moments. And then we got mail time questions. We're going to wrap up the show. Should be a fun time. Uh, but our guest this week, he last made his appearance on episode 60 of Show Me Your News. As the, uh, it was the, oh gosh, I can't even remember what I called it because it was a ridiculous word that I made up. Resurgathon. Video Resurgathon Contest. And uh, he now does his own podcast, thanks to... Yeah, uh, if you can call it that. <laughs> sure. Uh, called Read the Manual. I'd like to welcome back to the show, The Debaga. Man, you... I don't know what to... I never thought you'd ever call me back to the show. Like, when I listen back to the episode that I was on, when you listen to something like that, and the only thing you want to tell yourself is, why won't you shut up? Um, you tend to think a little badly about your performance. So well, I think that's the thing, you know, and I think I probably told you this already, but like, I think that's the thing for you know new guests of the show. If you're new to you know the, any really podcast... Be prepared to talk. I think if the if the hosts have to force you to talk, and like you're just clamming up, I think that makes you know just it stops the flow and it isn't as enjoyable to listen to. So the more you talk as a guest on the show, the better. Uh, if if you ask me, like yeah, that brings back memories of old Show Me Your News episodes. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so uh, what is a dobaga, anyways, and why are you the one? Uh, everybody always expects a really exciting story or like something that a debugger is whenever they whenever they see my name. Uh, it's a not it's a gibberish word. 
I'm just going to put that out there right now. I used to uh, do Star Wars uh, role-playing on forums, um, if anybody knows how that works. I don't know if anybody here has ever done that, but uh, basically it's you write a paragraph in a thread, and the next person writes a paragraph, and the whole time you're playing this sort of character. And it's sort of like you're writing a book, but not really. And I had a character named Antamir Debaga, and uh, people got pissed at that first name. They didn't like it, so they just called just me Debaga, and so I pretty I put a the in front of it, and it kind of stuck ever since. Debaga, Debaga, Debaga. Debaga. I like so it. And also, you keep your name all lowercase, so it's like you first see it, and it's like, Thedobaga. 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 Yes. I've heard people like try to pronounce it like Thedabuga, and I was like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it is awesome. <sighs> so tell us a little bit about Read the Manual, which I was very fortunate enough to be a guest on. As I, uh, as I have been explaining it lately, uh, Read the Manual is the podcast you have never heard of, don't listen to, and don't care about. <laughs> um, it's basically me and a fr- I work at a... Which makes you the perfect guest for our show, uh, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but uh, uh, I work at a Boy Scout camp over the summer, and I met a friend there named uh, Jim Leader Ben. So we're pretty much in contact every night. And one of the days I brought up the idea of, hey, you know what? I've been trying to start like thousands of different podcasts for the past five years. You want to try <laughs> And he agreed, and uh, we're actually going to be um, recording our seventh episode, six or seven, I think it's seventh, um, tomorrow, I don't know when, but tomorrow. Um, And basically all we do is, and I don't know why, I don't know, but uh, I don't know why people listen to this if we have listeners, apparently we do, I don't know. But um, we basically just talk about the music that we've been listening to lately. We discuss music. We discuss movies that we've seen lately, whether they be new or, like, we went back and watched them when they were old. Um, We talk about the games we've been playing. We talk about news that we found awesome or retarded and funny. And uh, then we basically we have this thing called the random topic of the day, where we generate a random topic and challenge ourselves to talk about it for seven minutes. Our last one was faking for happiness. Seven minutes. Where did seven good. come from? Uh, it was originally going to be five, and then we decided that was not enough of a challenge, and so just he arbitrary just, up it up. So now it's seven minutes. Gotcha. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned yeah. that you set this whole thing up at a scout camp. I'm an Eagle Scout myself. Been to my fair share of scout camps. I'm very close to being an Eagle Scout. I have my board of review in two weeks. Ooh, yeah, good luck. Good luck on that. Um, so. But another reason I wanted to have you on the show, not only to, to plug your podcast, but you guys are doing something pretty cool for uh, Pokemon Black and White, which is one week from tomorrow. Oh, yes. Um, this was basically, I'm going to hand this all, this was Jim Leader Ben's idea. Um, and me and him are both big Pokemon fans. And... Since, as most of you know, Black and White comes out next weekend. And so he came up with the idea originally to, hey, let's do like a four or five hour live stream launch party. And eventually it turned into, and this is what we're actually going to do, we're going to do a 24 hour live streaming uh, launch party. We're going to start on March 5th and we're going to end at the same time on March 6th. Oh, and uh, it's we're going to do. 
we're gonna do we're gonna challenge ourselves to do this. We're gonna take shifts on hosting if we both can't be there, and I'm gonna try and find my post because. I should probably put this it, it out must there. Just um, be my old age. That just sounds terrifying to me. <laughs> I cannot game for 24 hours. Truthfully, I'm not sure we can either. But we're sure as hell gonna try. <laughs> um, we're gonna like we're gonna be live streaming Pokemon ROMs. Um, where we both have a crap ton of Pokemon music on our iTunes, or in his case, Winamp. And we're going to be live streaming that if we really have no other choice. We're going to try and get some guest call-ins, which we haven't set up any as of yet. We're actually going to plan. By tomorrow, we're going to write out a schedule. That's the ultimate secret weapon. Yes, that's our guest, Google. Or Cleverbot. (laughs) We'll just read out a Cleverbot conversation. Ben wants to read. Google gets you a custom phone number that you can give out publicly. It doesn't divulge your private one. It's really awesome. That sounds good. Well, it sounds like an amazing idea. I think I want to try to do something similar, but maybe not as extreme uh, for you know, Show Me News' fourth anniversary when that comes around on uh, July 8th this year. But yeah, if you need a guest, just feel free to let me know. That'd be, that sounds like a fun you're time. Actually, you're actually on the list Cha-ching. for the ones we're going to look at. So, yeah. What about It'll Buzz? Be- Is Buzz on the list? Buzz no. can't be on the list if he really wants to be. <laughs> <laughs> and only if Buzz stays for the entire 24 hours. Oh, trapped. <laughs> trapped. Uh, so well, here we get to the show after we introduce our guest of what are you playing? So if you're new to the show me your news, this is where we talk about the games you've been playing recently. Kind of like what they do on Read the Manual. Uh, and, but we give him a little mini review of what we've been playing. So Buzz always starts out. And what are you playing, Buzz? I'm playing more Magicka, of course. Of course you are. It's it's slowly spreading throughout my network of friends. You know, I have my cousin, he bought it, his friend bought it, and then my other friends have been buying it, so I've been doing like four-player parties and stuff. But it's a great game, very fun game, great for co-op, and the world needs more co-op games, I'll just leave it at that. But the other thing I've been playing is Back to the Future Part 2. That came out this month, you know... Telltale does their episodic releases, mm-hmm. and so I'm continuing that. I have not finished it yet, so no one spoil me, but I have just started Chapter 2. And he chapter makes it back to out. 1985. What's that? He makes it back to 1985. Oh, no. Oh, I, no. I, I spoiled it. You oh. ruined the game. Oh, man. Curses. Oh, shoot. You're a terrible person. But, yeah, I just, I've only spent, like, 15, 20 minutes of chapter 2. So I'm not even that far in, so I can't really say much about it. But yeah, it's continuing the first part and I'm excited to see what happens. And then I've been playing Pokemon, as everyone's on the stream, even yeah. though I only got like, what, half an hour in, and Livestream hated me and <laughs> kicked everyone out. So, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I've been playing Pokemon. And then ironically, I've gone back to playing Game Dev Story. I don't know if you guys remember me playing that before. I played that on the iPad before. But I noticed they had it for sale on the Android, and I just got an Android phone, so I figured, why not? And I put it on there, and I like it better there, actually, because I can play it more on the go. The iPad, I don't really consider that mobile. It's no, like, it isn't it, really. Yeah, it's more mobile than a desktop computer, sure, I can take it with me, but it's not mobile in that, you know, I can stick it in my pocket and take it with me everywhere. So it's kind of a middle ground. So I like having it on my phone now, I can play it more. Sadly, I have to start all the way over because it doesn't transfer the data. So I don't have all my my little game devers leveled up and all their little skills maxed out to 
you know, where they make games once and it's like a perfect 10 out of 10 and stuff. But, oh, well, it's fun anyway, and I'm still playing through. Um, the question but, is, did you play Borderlands? No, I was actually just about to say, what? no, I have not touched Borderlands in the last... Who are you and what have you done with Buzz? <laughs> I've been working is what I've been doing. but uh, That's pretty important. Um, Borderlands, what am I, why haven't I played Borderlands? I had, like I said, uh, about a month ago I played with a friend and we did like two, three days straight, went from level one to level 30 and we haven't played since. He started his schooling up so I haven't played with him and... I don't know. I just haven't played it. Sugar has surprisingly been playing it. She's been playing with a couple of friends online, so um, she's been representing in my behalf. So <laughs> I was gonna say, like, Sword Hunter's been playing more Borderlands than you have. Yeah, he's got a siren going on one computer, and he's continuing his uh, Hunter run on another. Nice, nice. Um, but yeah, let's see the the debaga, or uh, the debaga. Yeah, the debaga. <laughs> what are you going... playing? Or, or as some people want to say it, the fuzzy monster. But um, I've been playing uh, three games, actually. Cool. Um, one, Buzz. I had a chance. I had a choice. I had a chance to buy Magicka, uh-huh. but Half Life Two beat it out. Well, um, <laughs> well Half Life Two has uh, a little more substance to it, but that's that's a good point. But uh, I'm I've not been too playing- offended, though. If it, it offends anyone in the chat, I own Magicka, but I don't own all the episodes of Half Life Two. But this is anyway, keep going. First, yeah, this is the first roll. time. This is the first time I've ever played Half Life Two. Uh, I haven't beaten it yet. I got. I'm very close to the end. I've gotten to this part where you walk out in the middle of this plaza, and there's four Striders, and I'm out of rockets, and I have I, no I idea what to do. me. <laughs> I got Half-Life 2, like, I think less than a year ago, and I played it for 10 hours? 5 hours? I don't, I don't know how long I played it, but yeah, it sounds like you're farther than me already. <laughs> I, I, uh, I pretty much played it all the way through, sort of, but... Um, <laughs> I was I made it to this point in the game, and then my hard drive crashed, and I had to oh. wait for another hard drive to come in, and then I had to reinstall every game on Steam. You should have brought in the uh, the Steam Cloud. Well, I did, cloud. I did get my <laughs> I did get my stuff from the I did get my stuff from the cloud from for Half Life Two, oh. and I think maybe Portal Two, but I don't remember. Um, but yeah, Half-Life oh, did you hear 2. that, guys? He said Portal Two. What? Oh yeah, so I'm playing. Is, 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 it, is it delayed again? Is it delayed? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. I have not yet ordered Portal Two. Neither have I. I'm actually gonna wait to make sure that my graphics card will be able to handle it because it can't handle. I'm confused because it can't handle Left 4 Dead, but it can handle. Well, it fully can't handle Left 4 Dead, but it can handle Half-Life Two like perfectly. Mm-hmm. Which well, half Half-Life Two is a lot older. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> a lot, point. Lot but, older. I mean, they, but, they both look really good, but yeah, Half-Life Two. What is it? Two thousand four? It came out or something? Yeah, I think so. It's a really old game, but yeah. Damn, I'm late to the party. I'm even later to the party than I thought. Jeez, <laughs> but it is a really good game. It is miles better than Half-Life, which glitched on me and wouldn't allow me to go any further because it kept killing me while going up an elevator. Girl. That's fun. Um, <laughs> But it is miles better than Half-Life. Um, not that Half-Life is bad. Half-Life is very good. So, yeah, Half-Life 2. Very fun. Uh, my If I have a son, his middle name will be Freeman. I'm just going to point that out oh, right God. now. 
Um, my second game is Donkey Kong Country Returns. Yeah. And, oh God. Oh God. I have not died this many times unless I've been <laughs> playing Super Meat Boy. This is the first game that has killed me almost as much as Super Meat Boy has, but Super Meat Boy is meant to be this hard. Yeah. Um, but I'm in the volcano right now, and good lord! <laughs> I, I just, the originals were hard. I can't imagine this one being much easier. Oh, this one's harder than the originals. Yeah. And it gives opinion. you twice the life. You like you can buy lives in this game. That's how hard this game is. You can buy <laughs> lives, and it still doesn't matter. You can go buy thirty-seven lives, and then after one level, you're down to like seven. Well, this it is, is that. Game. This is the way it should be. This is the way video games are supposed to be. Well, see, let me put it this way: I've never had to use the super guide in any game that is that in any of the other two games it's ever been in mm-hmm. until I played this game. Yep. I swear to God, some of these levels were not made for human players. <laughs> Yeti Kong, I, Yeti Kong is literally beast. In Mario yeah. Wii, I've never used it, but but uh, I didn't use it in Mario Wii or Galaxy Two. But uh, and especially like the rocket barrel levels, not the rocket, mm. well, not the minecart. But I don't know. I don't the one where you get on the rocket and you have to like you hold A to go up and you let go of A to go down. Oh yeah. Those are the levels that really kick my arse. Um and I don't really like it. That's those are the levels that I really don't like. I love the minecart levels and the barrel cannon levels. Mm. Those are the best ones. But oh god. And the last one is actually a game I've already played. I've replayed this. Uh, I actually just yesterday finished up my um, second playthrough of Trials and Tribulations. Very nice. Is the best game in the series. Yes, hands it is. down. It is. Best I like written, a lot. Best characters, just hands down. <sighs> but I'm still I, partial I, to JFA, but I, 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 I like Trials. JFA is my least favorite in the trilogy. I love the last case. Like it's it, the it has the worst case being the circus case, but yes. oh, God. <laughs> other than God. that, I, I yeah. think I think case number two is the best in the series to me. Hmm. It, yeah. just, it set up the best to me. It set up the best impossible situation of okay, there were two people in the room. One's dead. One has a gun. <laughs> well, it no also it also just that. sets up the overarching plot of like the phase and yeah, you know. Yeah. The whole who's going to become you know, the master. I mean, well, that's that's kind of why I love Trials and Tribulations is because every all both of the previous games like are building up to this. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you can tell by the end of the game that everything you've done up until now is like coming together right here, right now. Oh, and Cyclox in JFA. That is one thing I loved about it. Cyclox are the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. I love them. <laughs> well, People also the reactions on those, but. The other games' plots like are kind of disjointed. Um, you know, for Trials and Tribulations, it feels like really smooth and connected. Same yeah. thing with uh, actually Gek Tenkenji, uh, Ace Attorney Investigations. Mm-hmm. That one is all you know connected really nicely to the other as well. And uh, the other thing that I love about Trials and Tribulations, Godo. Godo is the yeah. best prosecutor. In any of the games ever, he's and got an awesome plot behind him too. God, he's just. Uh, if I My- liked coffee, <laughs> I would drink eighteen hmm. cups of coffee like Godo. But seventeen and, per case. Seventeen per case. Yep. One well, number one hundred seven. Eighteen. 
Blend number 107. <laughs> I have to say the best moment in that game is, uh, not not to spoil anything, but like uh, Larry's got these, you know, the three psyche locks, and you work your butt off to break them, and he's like, oh, I wasn't talking about that. And then five <laughs> more show up, and Edward is like, no! <laughs> I, re- I remember that. that. When I first played, I laughed. He's just like, screw it, we're going to cart. <laughs> we're doing uh, it live. I don't it's worth it all. If I, didn't, if I had to like talk to Larry again, I wouldn't do it either. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Larry, he's so abused in these games. <laughs> it pains me to see him return like every other case, but he's yeah. fine. So, uh, it's usually the butts. Nope. Yep. Let's see. He's not, his name isn't Larry Butts, it's Laurie Stunham. Yes, what? <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce his last... How do you pronounce that oh, last name? Oh, 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 oh. Oh, uh, Dunim. Dunim? Yeah, Dunim. Because, yeah, like, un, deux, trois. Yeah. Dunim. Good luck on that. Yep, yeah. fun time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for, for those who played it and get it, yes. Um. Anyhow, I've been playing uh, Marvel Baby. Marvel, baby. Marvel vs. Capcom oh, 3. No, no. I, haven't, I haven't been playing it the past couple days because I've been playing something else. But I love me some Marvel. I'll um, just go stand in the corner and cry now because I can't yeah. take part of this conversation. Yeah, yeah you, you do that. You do yeah, that. Yeah, I can't participate either. We'll just, we'll just go and have our own podcast, Buzz. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is all curly mustache and Pringles and Scoops Hagen does as... It was meant to be, um, but we already talked about that, you know, extensively on the NBC Three cast last week. Yes, it's three weeks in a row now that I'm putting out media. Good gosh, it's like the good old You're days. Top tier podcaster, right there. I am, and I don't even get paid. Thanksgiving. Um, one day. One the day. game I have been playing though is actually an interesting story. Um, I probably mentioned a couple episodes ago that I had to replace my PlayStation Two. Because it stopped reading discs, and I'm not going to blame it on Kingdom Hearts 2, but after Kingdom Hearts 2 had the uh, issues on livestream with freezing, that was when my PS2 did not read another disc. So Just, just blame it on GameStop. That's what I like to do. Yeah, they deserve all blame for everything. That's a fair <laughs> point. So I got a new PlayStation 2 with some birthday money, and I, you know, working at Toys R Us, I got a two-year replacement plan. In case, heaven forbid, that uh, you know something would happen on uh, on you know the PS2 again, so you know I I, I wanted to play this game because I I'd beat the first one, and I, I put it in there, I, you know, brand new PS2, and I play it and it doesn't read the disc. I'm like, what what the hell? So I try another game, that one worked. So I'm like, okay. So it's the disc. Good thing I have a replacement on it. I'm going to go back to GameStop and say, like, look, this isn't working. I need another one. So the guy's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's really extensive on the PS2. I hear that, you know, sometimes it doesn't work. So here's a new one. I tried. It does work. But then the next time I play, it takes me, like, three times to try to get it to work. So I'm like, you know what? I'm marathoning it, getting it out of the way. And this game is God of War 2. <laughs> um, God of War 2 is a great game. As you know, I'm sure those who played it would know. Uh, a lot of improvements over the first. No more ridiculous. I mean, there are, there are challenging platforming puzzles. Don't get me wrong, and just puzzles in general. But no more 
wanting to kill yourself um, <laughs> platform yeah, puzzles, like when you're tiptoeing over the you know fires of hell and blades are coming by and you have to jump and then land on the on the beam none of that stuff anymore but um you know really nice part like the it was good to see you know different kinds of weapons uh different kind of power-ups like you have your icarus wings so you can glide that's nice um and it's just brutal <laughs> that's god of war 2 um as expected, if, if you know like anything about God of War 2, you know that, oh, it ends on a big cliffhanger. And it like, really makes you want to play the next one. I'm not going to buy a PlayStation 3 just for God of War 3, so I am in the middle of watching uh, BD Cool. Oh, gosh, and then he's got numbers on the end. He's got a God of War 3 uh, run going. Really nice capture card, and so I'm like 14 of 35 parts into watching that. So Nice. That is that is really cool. I think he was a guy who you know back in the brawl days he was he did a lot of uh, early brawl videos. That that because the name like sticks out somehow. I think I was subscribed to him for a while. But yeah, it was. I mean, great game, God of War. Um, next up in the plans to play PS2 games is Devil May Cry. So, if you know if it's like what I've heard, it's going to be a hell of a ride. With Dante and Trish and uh, being stylish, baby. And I'm still, I'm still sending you that Kingdom Hearts too. I just haven't had time yet. That is going, that is going to get to you. I swear it is. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. It's very sweet of you. Um. Anyhow, headlines for this week. Pound five was. Yeah, baby. Uh, yeah, it was so good. Oh my goodness. So it was. President's Day, and I found a link to the uh, the end game of the tournament for uh, for the melee singles, and I'm like, dude, Buzz, check out this link. And so we, we were you know eyeing each other back and forth, and we were watching uh, Doctor Peepy and Armada, oh, Malco man. versus Peach. Let me just tell you, I don't watch sports. And, like, I didn't really watch the Super Bowl. I don't really follow this stuff much. So it's very rare that I get these kind of emotions. But watching those matches, holy cow. I was just, it's just, you're just so tense the whole time watching these two just amazing players duke it out. Where every, every single mistake and every single move matters a great deal. And you're just, like, hanging on watching these two people go at it. They're amazing matches if you guys ever get a chance to watch them. And the crowd was into it and everything. Oh my goodness, it was amazing. So yeah, Dr. Peepee was from uh, North Carolina, played Falco. Uh, Armada was you know representing Sweden and Sweden, all of yep. Europe, and he is primarily a Peach player. He did have some great matches. Like he was a, I don't know if you've seen the uh, the Young Link video when he was Young Link against uh, Hungerbox's Jigglypuff. I know as a Young Link player, you'd enjoy that one because he pulled off some crazy stuff, too. I kept hearing about that because uh, in the chat for those the one you linked me to, everyone was like, Young Link, pick Young Link. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. But yeah, like, speaking of which, for those who weren't there in the live stream, the chat was just off the charts. I mean, you couldn't even look at it because it was going like 100 messages a second. Had about 1,000 people yeah. at least in the watching the stream. 1,000 people and like, like 500 spammers. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, like people that were watching, but just spamming crap, just yeah. typing, you know, go, 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 and holy crap, and 
it was it was incredible. I would uh, people are saying that, and it, I'd believe it. It's the best melee grand finals that has ever happened into a tournament. Just of all the hype and the high level of play, and just how how it turns out. The funniest thing was I had to go to work. Um, you know, while while I was watching this, I'm like, I- I'm gonna miss the end of this this you know these grand finals. Like I have to go to work. Like at this point, with my luck, I'm not gonna make it. And then, you know, it's one of those deciding matches, or deciding games that comes up in the match. And the live stream goes down on the last <laughs> stop. Oh, God. So like, poetic. You, you couldn't have, like, scripted the unintentional trolling any better. And, and you know, <laughs> 300 people were in the uh, the Smashboards, you know, in that thread for the, the info dump on Pound, like... What happened? What was the stream like? What's going on? Oh my goodness! And uh, it was it was amazing. So <laughs> we will post it in the show notes for this. They have a YouTube video. It's about 35, 40 minutes of the entire uh, grand finals for Pound Five Melee Singles, lag free because, as Buzz and yeah. I know, there were lag spikes at inopportune moments, which was unfortunate. Um, but yeah, you, you just have to check it out. Um, it is good stuff. Like if if you have any appreciation for melee or smash at all, it's just good quality smash. I mean, this is this is melee. What was he? Two thousand eleven came out. Two thousand one. So we're almost yeah. at ten years of melee. Mm-hmm. This is the culmination of like the best skill in the world. It's amazing. So I don't want to spoil it because if you haven't you know heard of what the results are, just know that you know Armada and Doctor PP are in the top two. Yoshi wins. <laughs> there you go. Uh, number Yoshi three was always wins. <laughs> number three was a uh, hungry box, and he had uh, in one of the uh, yeah in losers finals, I think it was against Axe, who is Pikachu, who got fourth. So it was Jigglypuff versus Pikachu. Hungry box had some crazy comebacks. Like he was down a couple stocks, and then he with Jigglypuff, he like kind of rested right at the beginning, caused like thirty whatever damage, and somehow Pikachu couldn't recover. It hit him. All the way across Pokemon Stadium, oh, man. it was it was stunning. Uh, fifth place was Mewtwo King, and funny thing about Mewtwo King, he played Doctor Peepee, and he got pretty solidly beat the first game. He was getting wrecked the second game. He rage quit during the second game. Oh man! Halfway wow. through, with two stocks, like you know, start and then rage quit, and then um. Third game, he got beaten handily. And then, you know, he still had one more match to go, but he forfeited because he was, you know, out of money. He wasn't going to win any money. And so that was, you know, kind of shows, I don't know, Mewtwo King. Uh, also, tragic. fifth place was Hacks, seventh, Cactuar, and Vans. Vans, who won the uh, Project M tournament, which we'll talk about briefly. Then you got Siren, Shroomed, Amsa, Remen, Remen? Anyway, but you got to check out those uh, those grand finals if you haven't yet. Um, see for brawl, because you know I know pound five is really all about melee, but they did have a brawl tournament. Allie took home first place. It, it makes me feel good when I you know a friend <laughs> Michigan who, when he takes home you know big money. Although he's technically Canada, but yeah he you know, did live in Michigan for a little bit. We can forgive that character flaw. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I like how uh, being Canadian is a character flaw. That <laughs> second I'm place is Canadians. Second place is Anti. Uh, third place is Seabrick. Fourth place, Esam. ADHD at fifth place. Ultimate Razor also in fifth. 
Uh, Gene S. Fatal, Mewtwo King with ninth, Nick Riddle ninth. Uh, also, Lion Atomisk got ninth place. Um, Ali, you know, did Meta Knight, Snake, and Ice Climbers, and then Anti and Seabrick were also Meta Knight. So, and then the next Meta Knight was Mewtwo King at ninth. So, Meta Knight isn't pervasive, you know, even to this day in Brawl, but it's it's still significant. It's kind of funny. We talked about. We talked about exactly the same thing last time I was on the show, was Meta Knight being less there, but still there a lot. That's, I don't know well, that's that one thing sense. I like about the, the state of Melee right now, is it's rotating. Mm-hmm. It's like, it used to be like, oh, Sheik wins, oh, oh Fox wins, oh, no, wait, okay, oh, no, Marth, Marth wins them all. And then, like, out of the blue, it's like, you got Falcon, Falco, uh, and in this case, Peach and Jigglypuff coming out of the woodworks and just shifting those tiers around. But in you know, a brawl and midnight is just like always there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for Project M, which you know we've been a, a strong supporter of, I haven't seen videos yet. Apparently they're you know just starting to go up. Uh, Vans got first place with Fox. Then second is Ryoko Yaksa with Shelda. That's right, Zelda yep. and Sheik. <laughs> uh, third place is Lane from Michigan. Yeah, playing Marth. Fourth is Reiku. With Sheik, fifth place, Hat, and also Jay Caesar with Mario and Snake. Seventh, Thunder Horse with Falco, also seventh, Vist with Fox. And then tied for ninth, we got Amsa with Falco, Guru Kid with Lucas. There's for you know all the changes Lucas had, it's I almost expected him to be higher. Also Hugo with Game and Watch and Dart with Marth. So kind of some characters that you know are, are similar to Melee, but then again it is a, a shorter cast in uh, Project M. Mm-hmm. But, you know, definitely looking forward to seeing those matches. Uh, they haven't necessarily gone live yet. Um, but, but, wow, Pound 5, they really brought it this year. And uh, if you haven't seen, like, those melee matches, I, I still cannot say enough good things about them. Way better than Super Bowl. Go watch them. <laughs> I don't know. I have to agree with Buzz here. All right, two <laughs> one. Curses. I'm just by I hate I hate sports or like watching sports. Same here. I I, I hate it. It's boring. I mean, uh, more power to you if you enjoy watching sports, but to me, it's just boring. Then I shall have the power. <laughs> <laughs> more power, less power to Yoko, but more power to everyone else. Oh, curses! <laughs> uh, so the 3DS Nintendo 3DS is now out in Japan. Dun, dun, dun. But uh, we got our list of games in North America that will be at launch. Ready? Steel Diver, Pilot yeah, Games Resort, and Nintendogs Plus Cats are coming from first party Nintendo. For Nintendogs, oh yeah. Wait, I'm going to raise a dog. Nintendogs, are you going to also raise a cat? No, I have a real cat. I don't need a fake cat. <laughs> See, I have a dog, but I don't have a cat, so I almost want the cat. Anyway, uh, those are going to be 40 bucks. Uh company says that Zelda, Star Fox, and Kid Icarus, and Mario Kart are all in the works for some time this year, so that'd be after E3. Third party, Super Street Fighter 4 3D, Sims 3, Madden NFL, Pro Evolution Soccer, Lego Star Wars 3, The Clone Wars, Ridge Racer, Ridge Racer, <laughs> Super Monkey Ball 3D, Bust a Move, 
Samurai Warriors, Asphalt 3D, Combat of Giants, Dinosaurs, which is a terrible, terrible game. If any of you buy it, a shame upon you. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go buy it now just because you said that. I'm Rayman 3D, that. Tom Glan- and Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Shadow War. So the thing is, Nintendo is obviously trying to push the third-party aspect. And in that sense, they can't win. Because, yes, it is a comparatively weaker you know, launch when you have those as your first party games, but you have a comparatively strong third party launch and, you know, they, they just can't win. I mean, it's the it's... worst lineup ever, frankly. Okay, sorry, second worst lineup. They have Street Fighter in there. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that is. Well, but... my only... Street Fighter doesn't really work for me personally because, like, fighting games as a principle are only fun when you're playing with people. Yeah. And since the 3DS is, you know, $250... I'm going to be the only one with a 3DS in my group of friends for a very, very, very long time. Yeah. Mm. So. I'm very disappointed, frankly. Like, and it, if you notice, it's kind of a recurring pattern uh, with Nintendo. Like, look at the Wii. What was the Wii la- launch like in terms of first party? Twilight Princess. That's that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Was there anything else? I don't. I think um, that was it. Third party, you had... DBZ Budokai 2, you had Red Steel, which is Ubisoft. Yeah, I was uh, saying, were there any other first-party games besides uh, Zelda? Th- those were all the games I got for the Wii uh, yeah, early like, on. It's just they're more and more pushing the hardware first, saying, oh, we'll get to the games soon enough. Just look how amazing the hardware is. And then I kind of need to stop. Like, I kind of wish the 3DS would wait just a couple more months so we could get, you know, uh, a Mario game and a Zelda game and all this stuff. They they keep saying, oh, our good games will come out later. And the same thing happened with the Wii in terms of Smash. They kept saying, oh, we'll have a new Smash for it. And then it came out like, oh, well, it'll be just a year after release. You know, we all see how that turned out. <laughs> and yeah. they kept going, you know, uh, not not this, not next spring. Not, not this year, spring. not next spring. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't memorized the lines right. But. Not next year, not next spring. Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, it, say, it, like, not it, even like for 3ds. I mean, you're not even going to get that like uh, the update in May. That's going to have like yeah. the the web browser and yeah, uh, like it's, the eShop. I, I was going to get it as a netbook. Even it's funny you mentioned that the browser thing because now it's like uh, I really don't have any plans to pre-order it. I'm going to wait for cycle number two to come mm. in the warehouse. <laughs> so interesting it's, it's frustrating it, it, for me the lineup could be worse we could be in australia where they're what they're getting like five games they are it. getting five games <laughs> this is like yeah <laughs> but i think i don't remember if it was worse than the dreamcast original lineup or not but i read somewhere that it was like on the same line where they just got shafted i'm glad you mentioned that because i was going to bring that up um Let's see. Additionally, a few games have been scheduled for... Oh, no, yeah. wait. Dobaga, it's funny you mentioned that uh, fighting games are good socially, because I look at the lineup, and it's like, you know, Madden NFL. That one's kind of boring by yourself. Yeah. Lego Star Wars. That one can be fun by yourself, but I like playing two-player on that one. And, of course, Ridge Racer and <laughs> Monkey Ball. I don't know about anyone else, but I think that whole series sucks now. Their first few <laughs> games were good, and then they just got terrible. Uh, Guys, you'll be able to take 3D pictures. Woohoo! I don't care. <laughs> I do. Wow. <laughs> You're almost sounding like Panda. Did you realize that? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't care. 
No, seriously, 3D pictures are one of those things that someone's going to come up with a really hilarious gimmicky use for, you know, some internet webcomic or something. But they're so low res and they just sound so terrible. It's just, no. 3D pictures, no. Here is that Australian lineup. I'm glad you mentioned it, the Debaga, because I, I did want to mention it. Nintendogs Plus Cats, Super Street Fighter 4, Pro Evolution Soccer, Super Monkey Ball, Lego Star Wars 3. On March 31st, that's I it. I want to take a quick informal poll, and because of the lag, you guys can answer, and I'll come back to it in a few seconds. How many of you guys like sports games and purchase sports games like regularly or often? Ooh, 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 me, I do, I do. You like sports games? I do. Like, like, you like games? all of them, or just a certain sport, or what? Um, For the most part, all of them. See, really? sports games were actually, like, when I was, you know, on computer games as a kid, I, I wasn't, like, Monkey Island and Sims and Roller Coaster Tycoon. Like, I wasn't all that and a bag of See, chips. I, I've only ever liked... NHL 99 for PC <laughs> defines my childhood. <laughs> On PC gaming. See, I've I've got two games in mind. Well, I guess two kinds of games. One is soccer games. I I have liked soccer games even back as far as Super Nintendo. I, I like Super Soccer, which didn't even use real teams and real players. It was just right. just funny. Mega Man Soccer. Mega Man Soccer. Yeah, Mega Man Soccer. I like NBA Jam because it's not realistic at all, and you can dunk from half court, and you can push people, and NBA the only games. realistic game sports game I've owned and liked. Oh no! Okay, I take the back. I have two of them. I keep thinking of more. One is uh, FIFA 2002 for GameCube. I still have nice. that. That one's pretty fun. It's pretty realistic. And uh, I liked NBA Live 2003. I think it was oh, called. See, it. I had 2004. Oh really? Yeah. But yeah, I really like those two for some reason. But other than that, I just I don't like sports games. Like I just they're. They're too limited in scope, I guess. And I like fantasy. I'm a fantasy I'm, nut. I'm in. I'm in the same. I'm in the same pot with Buzz, pretty much. That um, I really don't enjoy sports games, especially the realistic ones. I like the non-realistic ones because when I play a video game, I'm playing it because I want to be able to do something that I can't do in real life. If I want to play realistic basketball, I'll just go out in my backyard and play basketball. <laughs> yeah. For those listening to the the episode after the fact, I'm looking at the chat, and when I asked that question, I got like one, two, three, four, five, six no's in a row. <laughs> and, uh, some some mixed comments about um, you know Madden every once in a while. Mario uh, Sports, Strikers Charged, huh? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. I like. Strikers. <laughs> there you go. You do. Like but it's another Strikers soccer game. See, it's all. I only like <laughs> soccer. <laughs> um, soccer is just a fun video game sport, I guess. But just in general, I don't know. Like I hate. Hate baseball games of any form, dude. Baseball <laughs> games never translate well. Uh, baseball no, games yeah. are terrible to watch and, on TV, but playing baseball is—I I love playing baseball. Oh man, and we sports—I refuse to touch uh, the baseball game after the first like once or twice playing it. It's just mm-hmm. ridiculous. Dude, the home run contest mini game. <laughs> Best yeah. thing ever. <laughs> I've totally gotten 10 out of 10 home runs. Even a couple out of the parks, like 600 feet and over, bam. And I agree yes. with Psycho Wing X9. Baseball is painful to watch and painful to play and painful to just exist. I just want to give him a standing <laughs> ovation. Thank you for coming back in the chat. 
Cafe Barista, and Psycho Wing. You guys rock. I want to yes. give you guys a shout out because you guys are this awesome. It's a good episode for people coming back. Jeez. It is. Look at that. All right. Anyway, sorry about the sports game tangent. That's just something that annoyed me about the lineup. It's just like, who wants to get a D at 3DS and then just play a sports game only? But, I don't know. I'm interested in Street Fighter. I'm interested in Madden. What can I say? I'm I'm a football nerd. And uh, I think I am going to get Nintendogs plus Cats. The reviews on Famitsu early on, a couple tens, a couple nines. Um, I, I might consider it good. if I can and, get my daughter hooked. And um, let's just let's just throw it out there. I think it's the toy poodle version, one of the versions of the game. One of the dogs you can get, and uh, and Cowboy Bebop fans, brace yourself. One of the versions of the dogs that you can eventually raise is a Welsh Pembroke Corgi. <laughs> Squee all over the place. <laughs> oh my gosh. I have never watched Cowboy Bebop. Proceed with the uh, attacks. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> Played some music during my DJ session. But uh, I I have meant I actually had a torrent of the entire I mean I had the series on DVD um, before my last hard drive crashed and I lost the DVD at the same time and uh, yeah I've been meaning to watch it it's been on my list for years catastrophic yeah. failure but, but I want to raise Ein <laughs> I want to raise Ein um. Also, there was a rumor going around originally on uh, Wired.com a few days ago. I can't say if it's been confirmed because of you know all the different unboxings and all that you know that people have, you know, 3DSs in their hands. But this was regarding the AR games, and for you know the longest time, even when I tried it at E3, they were saying that you know, oh, they have just you know it's the targeting game, um, you know, where you shoot and move the, with the gyroscope, and you there's a dragon that comes out, and blah blah blah. So. There were, you know, that's apparently one of six different kinds of uh, AR or augmented reality games. And so the uh, the rumors are going around about five more. Uh, the first one called AR Shot. Game is described by our source as a combination of pool and miniature golf. You aim at the ball with a cue stick and hit it around the course, hoping to sink it in the hole at the end. You can walk around the surface of the table, take shots from different angles. Mm. Holy crap. I want now... It looks so weird, though. I'm sure it does, but like pool. I mean, this would be awesome in a real plus life. Plus miniature though. golf. On a, on a, oh my goodness! Yeah, why has nobody made this in real life yet? That seriously sounds like a great <laughs> idea. Oh, there's also fishing. Your table becomes a fishing pond. You lower and raise the rod in the water. Pull out bigger and bigger fish. Eventually, a shark might pop out of the water and oh, your screen using the 3D effect. Our source is quite impressive control of the fishing rod and the visual effects. Transform your source into a pool of water. There's also graffiti, a drawing application, use several paintbrushes, and other visual effects, including fire, fire! Fire, fire, yeah! Manipulate the 3D image, give it spin around or bounce. You got star picks. So not only does it come with the classic AR cube, but you've got cards of, you know... Mario, Link, uh, Pikmin, Samus, um, characters like that. And so you place them on there, you know, place the cards anywhere, and then, you know, those 3D characters. Oh, yeah, here it is. Mario, Link, Kirby, Samus, and Pikmin. 
And uh, the characters will pop out, and you can take pictures and pose them in different positions. That doesn't sound kinky at all for Samus. <laughs> and uh, you, can do the, you can do the same thing with uh, me characters. So, you know, put the me's anywhere you want and take pictures. Um, saying that right after the kinky thing. Um... <laughs> I don't see good things <laughs> resulting from all this. Four chan's gonna eat this up. Indeed, indeed. Uh, I read that Westboro Baptist story. <laughs> oh goodness, uh, they deserved that. I'm not gonna lie, they deserved that. Not really a show me your news discussion, but oh goodness. <laughs> uh, moving on. So the Grammys were a couple days ago, and. Um, you know, I, not a couple days, a couple weeks ago, yeah. So, uh, video games actually got an accomplishment. Um, goodness, what was the actual category? I don't even have it right here off the top of the top of my head. Um, but you know, Baba Yetu, the theme song from Civ Four, Civilization Four, uh, won a Grammy for something orchestrated. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm I'm really crashing <laughs> and burning here. Well, it's both shocking and unshocking at the same time. It's it's cool that the world is taking video games more seriously, but it's on the other hand, it's like video games are using more and more music from the normal world. Like, well, didn't I didn't I read somewhere though that this has led to them um, saying that video game music needs its own category to win an award in in the Grammys because it really does deserve it. Well, like. Yeah, I guess it depends on the game too. But you know, for example, a lot of games will just license existing music. Mm-hmm. So at that point, does it become video game music, or is it was it is it not because it never was originally? Or you know, like I don't I don't see a distinction anymore. It's like you get an orchestra, regardless of whether it's a movie or a game, and you make music. Right. And the music has its own genre to fit the to fit the game or movie or whatever. But I don't know. It's just. It's all becoming the same process, so it's like, why should they be treated differently to me? I think in time, you know, as, as video games become a burgeoning medium, I think award shows are actually going to take notice and maybe even make a category. Because, come on, you know, the Grammys alone have so many different categories. So <laughs> when, when you have a category for best, you know, spoken word, like for, <laughs> for books on tape or books on CD, like... You you can throw video games a bone there, but I think you know those kind of academies are still filled with you know older people. Like we're not yeah. gonna throw out names, Roger Ebert, um, but like oh, those kind oh. of people, those kind of people don't mention that name on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> those kind of people still see video games as just like oh it's a hobby, it's it's nothing. Well, so are movies serious. and everything you make, Bucko. Mm-hmm. That wasn't directed at you. That was directed at the generic. Movie maker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I know. Yeah. I think in time, like, maybe even for... Gosh, if, if for the Oscars... We'll talk about the Oscars later. Um, but if for the Oscars you get, like, best cutscene in yeah. video games like that... Best cutscene. That would be the ultimate. Well, that that kind of stuff makes me sad. And this is kind of a tangent, but it always comes, comes back around whenever we discuss this kind of stuff. I hate a lot of recent video games in how they advertise like mm. and to be more specific what game was it was it dc universe or something like it i think it was dc universe anyway it was like a six minute cinematic 
not a single ounce of gameplay. And to me, I see those, and I'm like, you're missing the point. Like, you, we're gamers. Show me what's fun about your game. Like, you know, six minutes of the story. Like, okay, start, story's not... I'm not saying the story's not important, but it's like... I want to play the game. Show me what mechanics you've introduced, not show me, oh, look how awesome our cinematics are. Look how awesome our movie-making skills are. It's like, it just drives me nuts that, that so many games focus so much on that side of games now, like especially in commercials and stuff. It's like, show me the game. I play games for an interactive experience. But then again, that may also be a symptom of a lot of shallow gaming today. I don't know. but I, I would I would agree. <laughs> You pretty much said, like, all the right things that I wanted to say. Um, well, it's just, because, like, you know, like, a lot, of the, my, a lot of my favorite games are, they tend to be lower budget and can't even afford those cinematics, and I think that makes them better. Like, very few games do I like cinematics. Just to give an example, I do like cinematics in games like StarCraft, because mm-hmm. you're playing this strategy game, and it's kind of like chess, in a sense, and then the, the cinematic kind of brings you back around and says, okay, here's the story of what's going on, and helps you reconnect, and you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But, um, I don't know, I just, I hate games that are so, you know, epically cinematic, you know, the whole time, <laughs> and it's like, oh, like, you mean something mm, where I have to gear. So. <laughs> oh, God. Um, anyhow, next story. Buzz, you wanted to have this one specifically on the show. Woohoo! And for good reason. Yes. For those of you who don't know, there is a new game coming out. Is it Xbox 360? Is it the indie arc? Yeah, uh, it's, it's the indie games. Indie section, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a game called Fortress Craft. Now think about that name for a second. If you haven't heard of this game, what do you imagine it might be about? <laughs> hmm, yes. Um, well, for those of you who have been living in a cave... There is a popular, popular indie game for the computer called Minecraft. Wait, what? Which lets you build stuff with cubes. Lots and lots of of cubes. And you build stuff, and you build pickaxes, and you build shovels, and you just build your world. Well, Fortress Craft, you build stuff with cube-like items, and wow, they're they're very, very similar. Um, but anyway, what's interesting about this story is, first off, you know, Minecraft lovers will appreciate it because now we have a Minecraft game, Minecraft-like game on the Xbox. But the creator of this game is taking a lot of flack because a lot of people are saying, "You're not original at all. You're stupid. You're a stupid hack who's just copying, and there's nothing original." Blah blah blah. And you know, Minecraft guy should sue you, you know, for stealing his idea. And he's had to come out and defend himself and point out, look, like. Minecraft, it's not that deep of a concept. He doesn't own the shape of a cube. He doesn't have a copyright on that. And he doesn't have, you know, a copyright on sandbox games. Like, there's really not a lot to Minecraft that makes it distinct. But it's just executed so well and so fun that that's why people like it. And that's why people spread it. And so he's been trying to defend himself, saying, you know what? I've brought my own ideas to the game. Yes, Minecraft inspired me, but it's not purely Minecraft. It's not a clone. It's just an inspired game with my own ideas. And, you know, so there, there's some flack that way. But, you know, as far as I see it, it's 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 totally fine. It's a it's a similar game. It's inspired by Minecraft, and he's doing his own take on it. So, well, I don't I, know. What I, do you guys think? <laughs> I kind of... People that make these claims have to realize that in a world like ours now, there's nothing in a original world anymore. like ours. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> There's nothing original anymore. 
Every mm-hmm. idea that's done anywhere has been done somewhere else. I mean, even if it's just Minecraft, I mean, the guy has every right to make a game, and if he adds new stuff, I never got people complaining about, like, with Darksiders. I think that's, yeah, Darksiders. And they were all complaining, it's ripping off Zelda! Oh, yeah, it was the Zelda War, Zelda God of War mix. That's right. It's yep. like, well, if you're ripping off a good game, and you get a good game out of it, why do we care? As long as it's not, yeah. like, straight-up rip-off steal of the entire story, all that. I mean, why do we care? If it makes a good game, and it's fun to play... Yeah, it's it's all about being incremental and, like I said, taking inspiration one piece at a time. It's okay that a game takes inspiration. Like, you're you if you ever interview like an author or some other kind of artist, like they're never gonna say, "Oh, I had no inspiration. I lived in a dark room for six months <laughs> and I totally concocted this creation out of nothing." Like, no, they're always gonna say, "Oh yeah, I love reading this author and I love reading th- this person's writing. I took a little bit of that and oh, this person this person inspired me so much." Like, you know, that's the creative process. So, that's totally fine here. He made a game and he said, "Oh, look at Minecraft. I have an idea to make it way better." So, he did that. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, right. if he would have called it Minecraft and changed the the C to a K and, you know, made the game identical, yeah, and then we'd have a problem on our hands. But you know, he did the work himself, and he, you know, he made a different game. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And it's not going to dethrone Minecraft anyway. So why do we yeah, care? <laughs> Minecraft has. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's if think... anything, it's flattery. If you're the original game maker of that particular style, and someone else clones it, well, you know, hats off to you. You inspired somebody. I mean, has has Notch come out and said anything about this, or do we know? Um. I don't know if he knows about it. I mean, I'm sure he'll catch wind of it if he hasn't, but um, let me check the article. But if he had, I mean, I think Notch, Notch is a really nice guy from what I've read of his blog and all that, and I've oh, seen he, interviews there's a, with... There's a documentary about him, too. Um, it's like 18 minutes long watched, or something. I think I watched the first five minutes of it. I have yeah, it's really watch. cool. It's really cool to see his story and see what he was doing. Like He's just like, I just wanted to make a fun game. And, and it just caught on before it was done. But, you know, that's all I wanted to do was make a game. So, Although, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Why would you even put craft in the name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I can I can understand how it's going to draw. Like honestly, this kind it is a marketing tool. Like, it is. You're, you're going to get more attention this way. People are going to try your game, there's, especially there's when two you ways end- to look at it. There's, sure. you know, on one angle you might be like, oh, he's so unoriginal, he's blatantly copying, blah blah blah. But on the other hand, like he even said in his statement, he I mean, he's openly admitting I'm making a game to appeal to Minecraft like players. You know, like. You know, it, it kind of goes either way, and yeah, he probably shouldn't have picked such a similar name, but mm-hmm. at the same time, he's openly stated that's my strategy. I'm making a game to appeal to these people. Well, he so. does. He does openly bait and say, "In Fortress Craft, there will be no creepers, and mine carts will work." Yeah. So I don't know. Is that a draw? It may be. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> the, uh, for those who played the game, you know the the joke being that you know mine carts in in Minecraft have sucked for a long time and were buggy and crashed, but uh, I think they've been patched out to work now by now. So hopefully, not in multiplayer. Nothing's been fixed in multiplayer. Yeah. God. Uh, <laughs> if you've never played Minecraft multiplayer, it is 
it's yeah. it's really fun, but it's really painful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I yeah, like it's it's. I'll admit, I'll be the first to admit, it's not the most honest way to go about his strategy. He could have been a little more subtle about it, mm-hmm. but all in all, when it's all said and done, he didn't steal anyone's code. He didn't steal anyone's art. He's it's fair game in my opinion. Yeah. So. Personally, I think Notch, truthfully, would probably just say, hey, you want to come work with us? You want to work with us on our game? (laughs) You want to make money? (laughs) Yeah. You built the Xbox port for us. Come work for us. There you go. (laughs) Notch is smart. He'll probably jump on that right away. He doesn't need to care. I mean, Notch just surpassed 10 million sales in January. And it... If Minecraft was what, fifteen bucks a pop, ten bucks a pop, so he's made over ten million dollars. Guy's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he's not really going to care if he loses a couple dollars to this. Yeah. Oh man! So I mean, now it is time for the second installment of hilarity of the week. That is W E A K. At first, we need. We need a song that plays oh, we do that need a song. when this happens. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Someone, make it happen. Or maybe I'll just be bored one day and I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Boredom is a powerful thing. It really <laughs> is. So, motivating thing. early in the week, when I was starting to assemble the outline, I found a story about a guy who fried and then ate a PSP. And I thought, this would be a great story. Who actually fries and then eats electronics and then says it tasted bad and he had to stop eating it because he's actually <laughs> eating a PSP? So I thought that would be a fantastic story for this Hilarity of the Week segment. But I was wrong. An upcoming game from Ubisoft called We Dare, not We, you know, W-I-I, but just regular W-E, We Dare has a list of the following features, thanks to uh, Kirby Chew for pointing it out. A wide and varied range of 40 fun and flirtatious games. Select the mood of your party. Enchanting, persuasive, naughty, adventurous, and brainy. Dance to your favorite tunes from film and radio. Challenge your mates to a flirty strip tease. Multiplayer, up to four players. A hilarious, light-hearted atmosphere with clever characters, coy mini-games, and internationally popular music hits such as Sex Bomb, I've Had the Time of My Life, and many others. <laughs> <laughs> we are Sex Bomb. We're here to make you, you know, think sad thoughts and feel bad and stuff. Or whatever. <laughs> Um, this game is being sold as what Ubisoft likes to call a sexy party game. Oh, God, why? (laughs) (laughs) Because there are humans on the earth. When I read this article, I swear to God, I think I might have blacked out from how many times I facepalmed while reading. (laughs) I'm not, (laughs) I'm not even sure. (laughs) Facepalming. So it's not only going to be on the Wii, it's also going to be on the PlayStation 3 using the Move controller, but it's only going to be two-player multiplayer. Oh my god. God. In the article, there is a YouTube video of a trailer. I have not seen the real version of this trailer, 
because Ubisoft, for whatever reason, blocked it in America. <laughs> so, so now you that doesn't bode well. Now you can't even play this trailer um, on YouTube. But I have seen a version of it. Um, and you're not even going to believe what I saw, if, unless you've seen it yourself. It was the video for this game with no audio except the very sad and depressing piano uh, music from the much-talked-about Dead Island trailer. I I that, was, that just made it creepy. Like The trailer now looks unbelievably creepy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? If only they played it in reverse. <sighs> See, what the... If I had, like... If I was in college and... You know, had you know, a bunch of lady friends, and we got you know the drinks going. There might be some temptation to play this, but if you're like in high school, you live with your parents, or if you're in, or if you're married, or if you're in my situation where you live with your brother, and you know you're just like living on your own and a little, I don't know, estranged from. You know, the whole social aspect, aside from your just normal close group of friends. You're probably not going to play this game. <laughs> Although, um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it now. I'm, when this game comes out, I, I almost am so tempted to live stream it just for the lulls. To take the hit <laughs> oh, for you guys. You have to. To take the hit. I, this, I know. This is indeed one of those games where you have to wonder, like, how the developers kept a straight face day to day because like it takes a long time to make a game and to think that you're doing this kind of game every day for months like let's test it out again oh nope didn't work need to add a little bit more shaking oh yeah there it goes now it works like and that's all you're doing at work every day i don't think i could do that i think (laughs) i uh, I would quit quit. (laughs) or i I take a six month sick leave with pay please (laughs) Let's let's, let's read some choice quotes from the Amazon product descriptions, shall we? (laughs) Use the Wiimote and PS3 Move controller in unbelievable ways as you've never imagined before. (laughs) Somebody somewhere has imagined these ways. You're not being creative. (laughs) (laughs) They just may not have documented them. It's like Amazon or person or whatever. There's a reason no one has imagined these ways. You can also use your Wii balance board for additional gameplay based on pure body mass. No. Perhaps shedding some clothes will even the playing field. It'll definitely <laughs> make the party more interesting. <laughs> out saucy suggestions that you hear through the Wii remote speakers. Oh, no. That sounds terrible. The, the that that, sounds that terrible. reminds me of a Red Steel multiplayer where there was, like, one version of the multiplayer where you, like, got a mission. Like, you had to hold the Wii Remote up like a cell phone, and you got, yeah. like, your mission through the speaker, and that's, like, what you had to do for the game. Except, you know, it didn't say, take off your pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and... reminds... For me, it just reminds me of a forensics and trauma team where I couldn't understand a damn word the thing was saying anyway. So. <laughs> Oh, man. The final climax of the game. 
ends in a lighthearted matchmaking session. Which of your friends is your best match for love or friendship? How you play, how you answer questions, how well you perform. And finally, how you chose to create your avatar will ultimately determine your perfect match. I don't... The, I'd say that the word climax is a horrible word to use in that sentence, but I'm almost positive they did that. Oh, purpose. it was intentional. It of was course. surely intentional. <laughs> God, what? We dare. Oh, it's coming. We dare, we dare you all. Guys, guys. We dare. It's coming. Yep. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> There's funny, I'm looking at the Kotaku article. It's really the comments. It's like, speak for yourself. For me, life plus active sex life equals looking at stuff like this and saying, <laughs> why the heck does it exist? <laughs> Egads. Oh. <laughs> we lose. Oh, we lost Debaga. We did lose Debaga. Skype, well done. Well done. Um, anyway, we'll just, let's just breeze quickly through the out recently games. You got Bulletstorm, which is apparently the worst video game ever. Yeah, I, I have a I have a coworker who like pre-ordered it and had like mailed to his doorstep like the day of, and he's like loving it. But mm-hmm. I've heard from multiple sources that it's like a really bad version of Borderlands. That doesn't surprise me actually. Like, not that it plays like Borderlands, but just that they try to mimic that kind of feel. But it's like a way shorter game and just weird. I don't know. Hmm. It's. I'm, I'm still trying to learn more about it and trying to figure out. I, I want to try it for one thing, just to see what it exactly plays like. But <laughs> we lost Dobaga. He got no, all failed. Well, I'm gonna keep trying and see okay. if I can get him. Um, but it's extremely obscene, and as much as I believe in free speech and all that, there does come a point where it's like, okay, it's just pointless bickering nonsense what they put in these games but then again that's what some people like so I guess I'm not one to talk but Um, the other game is Killzone 3 which apparently isn't getting the best reviews which is interesting because didn't like Killzone 1 supposedly sucked and Killzone 2 was like amazing yeah Killzone 2 was really good and then Killzone 3 is back to sucking (laughs) I guess they're consistent but at best, it's meh. Yeah. Have you played it? or uh, it I out? haven't, no. Oh, okay. Um, you know, just, <laughs> just judging off reviews. I don't have a PS3. What am I talking about? Oh, that's but... right. <laughs> Again, for $40, we could well, have. PS2s, that makes a PS4, so you know. There you go, 2 plus 2. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, oh, yeah. Um, it's it's funny. I love it because they mentioned Killzone 1 in the uh, the Sony parody song, you know. Like, you know, Killzone 1, suck before, so it made you think you wanted more, and it turned out to be good, so that was actually ironic, but... Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. Um, but that's, yeah, that's apparently kind of disappointing. Whenever you have a big game company with a lot of funding, they, they're not going to take risks. It's They have a lot of money on the line, they're just going to be like, oh, okay, next sequel, let's just pump out another one, so... But yeah, I mean... They they already have it bundled with the PS3, like they do for all their big AAA titles, like they did with the. Uh, I know they definitely did with Gran Turismo. Yep. Um, but yeah, like they got you know their 160 gigabyte model with Killzone 3, basically for the game for free. Um, yep. And then you got you know. So it's the Wii Sports bucks. of Sony. There you go. Uh, Debaga is. is texting me, and he says. <laughs> 
I have no idea what just happened. My internet died. Oh. On. We've been disconnected from our guest, like, long term. <laughs> I hope he tries to get it back. Um, well, in that case, we're going to keep moving on. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to go talk about the big one this week. The that big is- one. Extremely dangerous. Keep out of reach of children. <laughs> oh, no. should insert that sound bite <laughs> right there. Uh, so, this past week was the 25th anniversary of a franchise very close to our hearts, The Legend of Zelda. I love it. Uh, he's texting me again. Sorry. <laughs> Hold on, resetting router. Good plan <laughs> um let me see i want to probably pull up a web browser it so makes I... me feel good knowing that i'm older than zelda the game yeah series. yeah this, is, this is not something i can <laughs> experience myself um i want to really quickly go through zelda games yep and uh you know just it's not. It's not going to be you know the same as. I think we can maybe do like a full on Zelda cast for whenever Skyward that Sword comes out. Oh look, he's tight. back online. That would be tight. It would be tight. When do you think that's going to be? By the way, I was thinking about that today for like no real reason. Thinking yeah. like, when is Skyward Sword going to come out? Like, I think oh, it's well, Skyward Sword. Oh, that's welcome that's back. Good fun. Oh god, I have no idea. It like for. Five minutes it said I was still connected to the internet, but everything was down. A wild debugger appears. <laughs> Throw a Pokeball. Donk. What would I be? <laughs> I don't even know what type I'd be. Hmm. <laughs> Psychic. Yes. Then I, I don't know. With, with the creeper, almost I'm getting like a grass vibe. <laughs> grass fire type? Anyway. Badass. Happy birthday to Link. Happy birthday. Oh, sorry. Yeah. 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 That's how he blows out the candles. Um, We were just saying, Debaga, like, you know, we're going to go with, like, really quickly through all the different Zelda games. Um, Not really, you know, like a Zelda cast, but when do you think Skyward Sword's going to come out? I personally have no idea. I haven't heard anything on Skyward Sword since E3 outside of the Yeah, trailer. what was the last we heard of? Didn't they say they were going to try 2011? The, I think so. The general gist of things was going to be early 2011. Oh, and then Miyamoto said, like, oh, we're kind of 50% done. <laughs> I, nice. Nintendo has been dumb with release dates recently, and I have to say, when they the instant they said, oh, I think early 2011, it's like, uh, so that means, you know, maybe before 2012's over. Hmm. Well, as long as we have it before the world ends, the day after my birthday, goddamn. If it's um. here before Christmas, I'll be happy. I think it's going to be a holiday of this year. Yeah, truth, yeah, truthfully, if they... Well, I mean, it'll sell like hotcakes no matter when they release it. It's freaking Zelda, but... Yeah. If I they want to sell the most, the it'll... Motion come. Plus <laughs> aspect. I hope... I really it. do hope, though, that they do put in an option to hook up a GameCube controller. Or, in my case, a great. PS2 controller. That would be great, but probably not likely. <laughs> anyway, real quickly, Legend of Zelda, 1986. I have not played it. I have. 
I the have original? it on the original NES. I'll uh, just say played it, haven't beat it. Actually, are you I error? Either. I am oh, not that's a different error. game. I'm sorry. You should I take this. That was... <laughs> it's dangerous <laughs> to go alone. Take, take this. this. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best meme ever. Zelda meme. Uh, but okay. yeah, it's it's a good game. It's really hard. It's really hard. Mm-hmm. But, I'll, I'll admit right off the bat, it's not the one that got me in the series. It was a cool game. I liked it, but it wasn't like, oh, I love Zelda games now. I was kind of like, oh, that was neat. Well, the, it the whole reason I liked that Zelda took, 2 a lot. Really? The whole reason that it really took off was that it was like, it was new. This was the first game ever anywhere like this. and mm-hmm. First one with, uh, with save. Like an in- internal battery for saving. Pretty yep. much. Uh, Zelda 2, you like that one? I've never played it, and that is I Am Error. I'm sorry. What? I, You've never played number two? Number no. two is the uh, Black Sheep. I'm not going to lie. It's the only I, like side-scroller one they attempted, and they've instantly backed away from that and went back to top view for Link to the Past and all the rest of them. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't received the best, A, because of the whole side-scroller RPG element, and B, because it was so freaking hard. <laughs> but that's actually what appeals to me. is It's the one Zelda that really took combat seriously. You know, you have knights... That actually, like you know, they block and they and you have to do some clever fighting, and you have creatures that throw stuff, and I love it. That to me, that was just really fun. Yeah. But, also, let's make sure we mention what games you know got us like our first Zelda game. Mm. <laughs> I think I have a strange one by comparison to a lot of other people. Um, Link to the Past is up next. Well, Zelda Two is in eighty-seven. Uh, Link to the Past is in ninety-one. Mm-hmm. Um, I have played some of Link to the Past. I have not beaten it. <laughs> I got very frustrated. I know it's going to sound bad. Like for, part of these kind of retrospective things is like it discredits you more often than not as a gamer. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got very frustrated at the second boss, in this, in the, the the boss in the second dungeon of a uh, Link to the Past, and it, it had been a while when I'd played it since I had done a top down. Zelda, so I don't know. It's it's different, but I can see how a lot of people love it. It's it's got you know the map system is amazing. Yeah, one. I was really young when it came out, but I have it now on GBA, the GBA mm-hmm. remake. Yep. So I love it. I've I've never played it. So I got it on Virtual Console. <sighs> I'll probably have to do that. Nice. I'm more uh, of a fan of the 3D ones, but yeah, what's the next one? 93, Link's Awakening. That one is really popular, and I'm not sure why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, says it. I'm not sure why it's popular. I Seriously, haven't played like, it. I haven't played it. I talked to Zelda fans, and they're just like, oh, that's one of the best ones. Like, maybe not the top best one, but like, oh, my God, it's one of the best ones. I need to remake it, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I've played it. I really don't see what's so great about it, other than the fact <laughs> you can get a chain chomp attached to your ankle. That's pretty cool. <laughs> nice. That was totally random in that game, but yeah, you can get a chain chomp attached to you. I'm, I'm oh. sure this, the CDI ones would be in there, but I'm not even going to involve it. I'm, I'm just looking at this main <laughs> one on the Legend of Zelda's Wikipedia page. Yeah, CDI ones don't count. Uh, 98, we have Ocarina of Time. Damn you, oh. Forest Temple. God damn you, Forest Temple. I cannot get past Forest Temple has the scariest really? music. I, oh, I dude, can't Forest figure Temple out where to so go creepy. next. I can't scary, figure out where to go music. next. Not so music, much a scary temple, just but the music. It's like some guy's being beaten to death. I, think, I don't I think know, it's... man. Like, 
half you know for Twilight Princess like the whole like four ghosts thing. Twilight Princess was kind uh, of a copycat in a lot of ways. Now that I think about it, yeah. With like the, I haven't even found one of the ghosts. That's what pisses me off the most about the really? Forest Temple. And I and then wow. I like hey. I rage quit the Forest Temple and went to the Fire Temple and I can't beat that stupid. What logic is there that putting a bomb next to something on fire puts the fire out? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> How am I supposed to logically figure that out? When you find the ghosts in the Forest Temple. Use Deku nuts. It makes them reappear. Pro tip. Hmm. Did not know that. Yeah, and, and then, then Doba, you're gonna. I'm oh, sorry. Then Doba, you're gonna go to the, the water temple and you're gonna be like, "What the hell is going on?" <laughs> I've heard <laughs> stories of the water temple and yeah, I like the water temple. I don't know why people hate it. But... I don't know either. I, I would agree with that. Like the water temple is not that bad. As long I'll as agree. Just... It's annoying to put your boots on, which they're fixing in the 3DS, by the way. Yes. And yes. E- but even the boots aside, like there's a lot of it was a water temple. It makes perfect sense to me, and I thought it was fun. But I don't know. Everyone just hates going up and down and up and down and up and down. So use logic, use your map, and yeah. burn those ocarina points in your brain. Yeah. Yeah. It's... I don't. I don't know why people hate it so much, but I don't know. It's just it drives people crazy. Although Darklink, the first time I played it, like Darklink drove me crazy. And like when you look on guides online, and you know, they say for Darklink, like use the Megaton Hammer, like then you know Darklink won't be able to guard against it. They kind of never tell you whatever you do, do not Z target. Yeah, <laughs> and you'd think that would be an important thing when they say, yep. "Oh, use the I Megaton Hammer," and it'd be I so made the easy. same mistake. But like when you're defaulting to using Z targeting all the time, you're like, let's do this for Dark Link too. What? He's mirroring my movements. What? He's blocking my Megaton hammer. That's not apparently supposed to happen. Yeah. And then you use I, like Din's fire and it would, magic. Everyone did the same thing to me. They're like, use the hammer, use the hammer. I'm like, he blocks the hammer. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are smoking, but he does. The hammer does not work. And then to find out later, yeah, if you don't Z target him, it's a lot easier. And what I started doing is using Din's fire on him. Yeah, and then it does, that just drains all your magic. Yeah, well, you don't need magic for anything else anyway. True, <laughs> this is true. Yeah, that's. I've noticed that about the magic in this game is that it's useless everywhere except for at certain parts. <laughs> like you can charge your sword, but it takes a teensy weensy little sliver. I mean, it's better used on other things. So. Uh, this is going to sound sacrilegious, but Ocarina of Time is... Hmm, it's my... Ooh, it's, I, I can't even say, <laughs> Don't it. say it. Don't say it. No, I, I gotta okay, say, say it. it. It's really close, tied for second with Twilight Princess as you know my, my second favorite game, but it's the third Zelda game I've played. Hmm. Chronologically. For me. It's my favorite more beyond mainly because of the number of dungeons and how expansive it is but also because of the story it's like mm-hmm. to me the most fundamental zelda story oh yeah by far it, the it rest go the on one. weird what i feel are tangents but whatever yeah i'll, I'll say it. it's my second favorite but it is the third zelda game chronologically that i've played yeah hmm. anyway so Dubai, have we covered your first zelda game yet uh, mine hasn't come up yet. Not yet. Okay. Also in 1998, Link's Awakening DX. Same kind of thing with Link's Awakening, just director's cut. And this is the one that people say is like 
the end all be all whatever and yeah, i don't get they, it they, they hail it as like the god of zelda games and i just don't understand that mm-hmm. but I, whatever to each his own yep uh, Majora's Mask was in 2000. Uh, and, um... Sorry, I had flashbacks to the creepypasta story. <laughs> oh, that yeah. creepypasta story is legendary. It's Legendary of Zelda. What? Ah. Um, Majora's Mask, I really commend it. I, I've said this before on, I'm sure, a podcast or blogs... I really commend it for its storytelling and what it does, you know, to set up a narrative and like how all the characters do different things at those different times in the day. Even with the song of was it reverse time that you know halves the total yeah. time. Time-based puzzles drive me crazy in yeah. any game. So I do not like playing Majora's Mask. Majora's, as, Majora's Mask is a very polarizing game in the mm-hmm. series. Yeah. As great as it is from a design standpoint, and I'm sure there are, obviously there are people who love it, but I'm, I'm sure as like as fun as it would be for a lot of people, from a personal taste on you know my behalf, because I do not I, I can't stand time puzzles. That game is an entire time puzzle. So I'll just come out and say it. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I beat it. I used cheats on Project 64. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, the, the, the fish... The fish. When you have to find all the fish? No. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> I actually took all the items and, like, I just duplicated the fish and just put them in the, in the, in the tank during that one part of the, of the Great Bay. Like, yeah. That, that, no, that was, that was too much. Like I said, I just I understand why people like it, and I have nothing against that. But just me, I echo many of the same sentiments. It just was not a Zelda game for me. I hated hated Majora's Mask, mm-hmm. but a lot of people swear by it as the best one, and I do kind of see why for, in their in their opinions. But any thoughts, no. Doba? I actually haven't played Majora's Mask. So. Uh-huh. Well, uh-huh. don't. The, the well, remaking Ocarina of Time and not Majora's Mask. So eat it, suckers. <laughs> yeah, what? And watch they make Majora's Mask next year. <laughs> Curses. I hope they do, just so... You know what? I hope they do. Just for you, Buzz. Just for you. Uh, uh, yeah, probably oh, Buzz. Like, you know what? Oh, sorry. If you're going to remake it and make it 3D, uh, it deserves it. I'll buy it and beat it. I will admit, um, Majora's Mask, Link... In Brawl, that idea with like, you know, you have one as like the Deku and then you yeah. can change to Goron and you can change to Zora. Great idea. I would have loved that. But Sakura was going for a game trainer. you'd love. Just, just not the, uh, just not, you know, the time based puzzles in Majora's Mask. Nine, no, we're talking 2001 next. My first Zelda game. Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. <laughs> I know it's a weird one. My brother got Seasons, jumping over the Switch, and I got Oracle of Ages. Oracle of Ages was my first introduction to yep. playing The Legend of Zelda. I had Ages, but not Seasons. Because Ages is the best one, totally. <laughs> so oh, so I, don't, 
I don't get it. Were they different games? Because I never played either one, but were they different games? Or was it like yep. the Pokemon... They, All right, they, so it wasn't the Pokemon they, approach. They attempted a Pokemon-type theme where mm-hmm. you have two games. They're separate games, but you can wire up with uh, someone with the opposing game and exchange items. I don't know what you what you did with the with the link. It kind but. of it starts a uh, like an item, kind of like with you know Big Goron Sword in uh, Ocarina of Time. Oh, an item do, like, quest. Yeah, item like, quests and you know exchanges and all that um, item trades. So when you link up, you can face Ganon. Ganon is not the final boss in Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages on their own. That would be uh, Onyx and Varon, respectively. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you link up with the other game, you can face Ganon. And you can yep. also start, you know, and get a... Uh, ultimately, I think it's like a higher level of sword uh, that you can get. Um, but it, it starts a whole chain of, you know, item trading and all that. Um, but yeah, that was right around the time we were had my Game Boy Color. I was also playing Pokemon Crystal at the time. And I got... Oracle of Ages, and admittedly had to get you know the uh, the Prima Guide blog, not blog, <laughs> gosh, guide the, the Prima Prima Guide uh, to beat it. Yeah, those it's, are tricky ones, but it was, a, it was an interesting game. So those They're are my, my first. Favorite. To me, to me, Oracle of Ages and Seasons and Link's Awakening all feel kind of the same. They are really based on the same engine. I mean, yes, they're all. All Game Boy. I'm not saying that they're all. Oh, they're all Game Boy games. But beyond that, like they do feel it's the same theme. Mm-hmm. So, but guys, you get to ride on a bear, and you get to go in a kangaroo's pouch, <laughs> and you get to ride a freaking Dodongo across I the have lake. To play this game now. Oh my god! The bear has wings, and some people call him a cat. He is not a cat. He's not. He is cat a bus? bear with wings. So he's not cat bus. He is not Cat Buzz. <laughs> no. What was his name? It was like Moof? Mooch? Something like that. Ricky was the kangaroo. Dimitri was the Dodongo. <laughs> um, Dodongo named Dimitri? Yeah. Nice. He was red. Um, but yeah, it was like... I think it was either Moof or Mooch or something like that. Someone's going to probably remind me in the chat. I, I don't know. But he's a bear, and he has wings, and he's not a cat. Let's be clear, he is not a cat. Because I've had some people say he's a cat. It's Moosh. Thank you. Moosh. Because um, I've had some people say he's a cat, and he's not a cat. I know people who say he's a cat, and that they're crazy. Um, 2002 was the remake of Link to the Past, and then you got Four Swords. Yep, I've not played right. Four Swords. That's the one I had. It was really, really fun. I was like incredibly giddy at the concept of a multiplayer Zelda. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so brilliant. And like the dungeons require your cooperation to solve the puzzles. Mm-hmm. But it was so underdone, which will bring us to the next game here soon. But like it is really short what? and really not a lot you can do. <laughs> what are you talking about? Huh? The uh, underdone game. Bring the underdone into the next part too. I think Yoko's taking offense to that. The next game is game was very underdone. The next game, two thousand two, Legend of Zelda: The Wind Waker. Oh no, that's not what I'm talking about. Okay, out of order. 
So. <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm saying the next the next game I was thinking of is Four Swords Adventures. Oh. I'm saying that one was not underdone. That one right. was filling it in. Yes. Well, Wind Waker. Four Swords itself. <laughs> I I got um I think three or four people to play, and we all played it, and it was awesome. But the quests you can do in a group are really short. Really short. Mm. So made me angry. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Wind Waker is my favorite Zelda to date. Grown. Never played it. It's Man. a great game. Plus, you are just like Panda. <laughs> what, a, what a perfect fit. What a perfect fit for to replace him. <laughs> Thus, now you like automatically have to learn Japanese and yeah. change your name. Yeah, Korean's close enough. I loved yeah. the Wind Waker game. I loved everything in it. I just the art style stabbed me through the heart. <laughs> so that's the real reason you don't like Skyward Sword. It's not the whole Wii Motion Plus. <laughs> no, that one is the Wii Motion it, Plus. It's, it's the blending of Twilight Princess and Wind Waker graphics. I've gotten it over the graphics. Sense in Skyward now. Sword. I still hate them, but I could play a game like that. But the controls are. <laughs> Haven't they sort of like. Like, some of the screenshots we saw lately of Skyward Sword, didn't they, like, sort of darken the graphics a little bit? Maybe. I thought I saw that somewhere. Maybe. That might have been Kotaku or The Escapist that I saw that on, but I thought they did. Huh. Oh, hang on, something's at the door. I don't know, I mean, the, uh, the Tingle Fetch quest at the end is dumb. It does take a lot of rupees. One 1,000 rupees! Sorry, yeah. Slumdog had to do it. Um, that's a good movie. That's a good movie. Yeah, it really is. Um, <coughs> Sorry, but I, I, I don't know. It just has. It, it's. I'm just very fond of it. I, I don't know. Maybe I should blog about it sometimes. Why? I, I just adore Wind Waker. That is my favorite. Here's the thing. I would have forgiven the cell shading, but the tiny feet, the big heads, the snot-nosed kid. And a lot of other things really just dragged it down for me. Yeah, that snot-nosed kid, man, he ruins the whole game. Yes, he does. <laughs> Have you seen the snot-nosed kid? Well, yeah, he's on the first island. He's disgusting! I he's haven't seen the snot-nosed he's kid. He's an irrelevant character <laughs> that, wa- that waddles by and chases after you when you should be going to Grandmama's house. <laughs> Oh, it was God. terrible, Yoko. The small feet, the big head, the whole art style just like again, like um there was a, there was an, actually an interesting uh blog post on Zelda Universe a while back about how they were you know, they were trying to debunk the whole, you know, people who hate Wind Waker are are not true gamers because we all know that graphics don't matter yeah. and gameplay matters. And I'm like, okay, hold on, back up a second. Yeah, polygons don't matter. Like I don't care whether a game's eight bit or sixty four bit, you know. I don't. I'm not ever arguing that. I'm not bagging on, you know. Oh, Wind Waker's low res or Zugu or. I'm talking strictly art style. They chose an art style that drives me crazy. It's ugly. I'll just leave it at that. It's ugly. Didn't you yell at Panda for saying Frigate Orphean was ugly at the beginning? I'm getting flashbacks to that here. I don't know. <laughs> Did he say Frigate Orphean was ugly? If he did, I don't remember him saying it was ugly. It's really, no, well, no. I guess he did say that. He said know. it like 7,000 times. It was like dark and brown or whatever, so he just hated the look of it. Yeah. I don't know. I like Metroid Prime, so I love that level, yeah. but whatever. Che. <laughs> um, 2003 was Ocarina of Time Master Quest. 
Don't I don't mess the water quest. temple. Come on. I loved it for two reasons. One, the fact that my favorite Zelda game was on GameCube, and then two, they had redone the dungeons. I was like, yeah. <laughs> And that's enough of that. Uh, <laughs> 2004 Four Swords Adventures. I wanted to play that, but they made it so hard to make it multiplayer. You have to have four Game Boy Advances and Links. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. I think so it's, I never got I think to play it's that Super's one. favorite, one of his favorite Zeldas. I think. Oh, I want to play that so badly. But I never got it, so... Mm. I've never played it either. Debaga, have have we gotten to your first Zelda yet? No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 2004 is the Minish Cap. I bet that wasn't it. And no, if it that was, wasn't it I would be. I'd be like, what? <laughs> no, I don't no, know how the Minish Cap like could be team. anyone's first I mean, Zelda, even though it's what it's like. It sets up like the you know backstory of like his hat and everything. I've played a little bit of it. I beat the first dungeon. Well, the Gale, you know, jar or whatever is quite the interesting item. Uh, but I think all the the backtracking and, you know, setting up the next, you know, plot point in the story kind of irked me a little bit. But I did like it for Game Boy Advance. It was you know, a good Zelda for Game Boy Advance. It was Wind Waker 2. <laughs> Enough said. So there is actually a Wind Waker 2. <laughs> Technically. Oh, speaking of which, uh, that was actually one thing I did like about Wind Waker was the Game Boy Advance hookup with Tingle. Yeah, the Tingle Tingle Tuner. I actually did set that up, and I would play with friends. That was awesome. (laughs) Totally, like, totally cheat your way through certain parts of the game, can radar and see treasure, and oh, that was a good idea. I like that. Nice. That's actually the one thing I haven't done with that game. Oh man. You need a GBA cable. I've got one. I'll send it to you. Well, I think I've got one. I, I had one for uh, for <clears throat> Sonic, Sonic Adventure Two Battle and Sonic Advance. Oh, nice! But that that's a whole discussion for another time. Well, is that, did you have the the GBA Two um, GameCube connector? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh, one. okay, okay. Because in Sonic Advance, you could raise Chow, which were little like virtual pets in a way. You could raise them there, and then you could import them into. Sonic Adventure 2, to make them like 3D and mm-hmm. they could look different and all that. Which was a pretty, it was a pretty good idea. I mean, it's still useless, but mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't play a big part in the game and it was just there and it was kind of fun to do. I like how they did that, actually. It was yeah. fun. Um, I'm going to bet that Twilight Princess was your first Zelda in 2006. Twilight Princess was actually my third Zelda. No way. What? And I haven't beaten it yet because um, I actually... Rented no, it okay, from Blockbuster. Uh, let's see. What's the excuse <laughs> this time? Let's think of if you couldn't beat the Forest Temple in Ocarina of Time. Actually, the excuse is I had to return it to Blockbuster. I went oh. and bought it. I have it. It's sitting on top of my. Uh, <laughs> it's sitting on top of my <clears throat> TV right now. I just I haven't put it in my Wii and continued it yet. Where did you stop? I stopped right at the end of that monkey temple thing. That's the, so very the first. first time. The first. <laughs> it <temple>. was Blockbuster. <laughs> They're expensive. Yeah, Blockbuster was like what five bucks, for like a night or something. Yeah, that was, that was ridiculous. I, I don't rent from them anymore. I'm I'm really contemplating setting up a GameFly account. <clears throat> it wouldn't be a bad idea. For that. 
But um, uh, I have it. I do have it, and I do plan on beating it eventually. Maybe. I have too many games on my list right now. <laughs> uh, so, so you have two games. Well, let's finish talking about Twilight Princess. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Twilight Princess, probably my third favorite. Um, the art style is awesome. I love the art. So good. Um, mm-hmm. What else? The loot. Colin needs to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the items in that game. Oh, yeah. They didn't use the spinner enough. The ball and chain was fantastic. I love the ball and chain. <laughs> I, I took it out. After you, after you could beat that dungeon and go out in the world, I used it all the time. I just killed random things in the field with it. and Best weapon ever. Yeah. I don't know. Twilight Princess was my second Zelda. I, I obviously had you know, a big time gap between you know, Ages and uh, Twilight Princess, but it was actually easy. Twilight Princess is overall quite the easy game. It's painfully easy. That was one of the things I didn't like about it. Mm-hmm. It and takes no great no power to beat the bosses. That's true. Although the the mini boss with the uh, the ball and chain is stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I, I it's just not a good mini boss design. Yeah. I did not like it. Um, the final Ganon boss was epic. Midna was an amazing character. Much um, better than Navi. God damn. This is true. This is true. Um, second best story after Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Um, let's see. No, that's pretty much about it I can say about Twilight Princess. Oh, and Colin needs to die. Yeah. The only, dis- the only disappointing thing to me about it was... Uh, I mean, aside from being too easy, was they kind of wasted the expansive space. They kept bragging about how Hyrule is so big and there's so much to explore. Mm. It's empty. Like, <laughs> it's big for bad reasons. There's nothing to do. You have to ride your horse across just hours of landscape, and there's nothing connecting it to make it fun or nothing to discover. Mm-hmm. Like, I went back after I beat it and just would ride around randomly. It's like, oh, look, a rock over there. I'm going to go break it or that, you know, trying to find stuff. Oh my god, a giant rock. Yeah, I found like maybe one or two hidden caves that give you some hearts or something. Like they don't even give you anything. There's nothing to find. It's just mm-hmm. a big, big, bland world. And that made me really mad afterward. Yeah. But it had interesting side quests though. Yeah. Anyhow. Alright. The Debaga. Your first Zelda is 2007 Phantom Hourglass? Sadly, yes. Okay, if it was Spirit Tracks, <laughs> I would Wind Waker 3. I haven't played Spirit Tracks, no. Phantom Hourglass, again, I rented it from Blockbuster. Um, and I played it, and I made it to about the seventh time I got to the Temple of the Ocean King. No, not the se- like the fourth time. Seventh mm-hmm. is, you know, but... I wanted to throw my DS out of a window. Is that the one right before you have to face Bellum? I don't even remember. All I remember is those checkpoints were pointless. Well, not pointless, but because oh my god. If it is, that is the exact same point where I stopped playing with Phantom Hourglass. I, I couldn't get I couldn't go any farther in it. I could not. <laughs> the 
was a horrible game to start out with, and then I went to Ocarina of Time right afterwards, which was probably going to be the better game to start out with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> did you ever I play Phantom Hourglass Buzz? I have it. I haven't beat it, admittedly. Sugar has. Sugar took it to the end, and our na- my neighbor even borrowed my DS when I was at college and beat the whole game. I like the controls, but I hate the art style. What there a shocker. Again. <laughs> oh, there were no snot-nosed kids, so it was okay. The plot thickens. Thinnens. You're right. There was no snot-nosed kid. There was only an epic captain by the name of Lineback. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really liked Lineback, I'm not gonna lie. I loved oh, Lineback. Although, oh man, the The Temple of the Ocean King was a terrible idea. <laughs> I like when you have to blow into the mic to blow the torch out. <laughs> yeah. Right. And you have to shut the DS. That was funny too. Mm-hmm. That took that was a while. clever. That was clever. I, that actually took me a little bit to figure it out. But I don't remember. I think there was something in that game where you actually had to, like, yell into the mic. And I was like, what? I'm sitting in the middle of school. How am I supposed <laughs> to get through this part? <laughs> That's funny. And everyone looks at you. I would love actually, to I'd... be in class and have someone be like, objection! <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody was actually, like, sitting next to me that had played the game. And they're like, just blow into the mic. And I was like, what? And I did it, and it worked. <laughs> I was really surprised. And they were creeping over your shoulder. They're doing the creep. Oh, yep. Doing the creep. Oh. Uh, this kid was not a kid that I like. He was just like, uh, <laughs> he tends to do that. He's not nose kid. Actually, yes. <laughs> <he was. laughs> the, the way that kid walked, who like the sound he made. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the, also the, the touch gameplay, using everything on the touch screen. Could have done without that. I don't well, know. I mean, it could have been like other. Most games on the DS give you a choice between using the buttons or using the touchscreen to move around. Mm-hmm. So I don't get why I couldn't have done that. Yeah. But, uh... Then there was Spirit Tracks in 2009, and after the Temple of the Ocean King, I'm like, do I really want to play another DS Zelda? <laughs> so I haven't played that one. I haven't either. I cut cut it off right there. Apparently, according to Darkrai, it was so good. Yoko played. Apparently, it's also Cafe Barista's favorite. And by the way, Psycho Wing, you should have been here, but Fossils was using your name. So I... I'm trying to, like, retract my applause. Retract my applause. I'm not sure how you can do... Well, I guess you're on video, so you can do that. (laughs) Just press the hands apart. Pressing the hands apart. Um, but yeah, so really quickly, my favorite Wind Waker, my first Zelda, Ages, then Twilight Princess, then it was Ocarina of Time. Um, Buzz, recap was yours. Favorite Ocarina of Time, hands down. First was Zelda 1, for second Zelda 2. Third was Link to the Past, kind of as they came out. So, cause you're old. Yeah. Let <laughs> <laughs> me go grab my cane. <laughs> you beat you, young whippersnappers. Anyway, the yep. return of the old man voice. Yeah. And the Devaga. Uh, Ocarina of Time, definitely. 
It is. It may be hard, and I may not be able to get past anything that everybody else got past when it came out, and I didn't get to play it. Apparently, my father thought that Zelda was for nerds and wouldn't buy it for me. So oh, that's just uh, depressing. Yeah, You're, the first three that you played, first three you played was Phantom Hourglass. Phantom Hourglass followed by Ocarina of Time, followed by Twilight Princess, which is also the oh well no, yeah. Out of the, it's three out of the only four I've played, so. And the other one was uh, the original. The original, that's on, right. On the NES, so mm-hmm. on the original NES cartridge. Oh, that's impressive. So that that took up a lot of time. So <laughs> yeah, let's whip through these mail time well, questions. Let, indeed, let us whip through these mail time. Mail time, mail time, mail time. We just got a letter. 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 Wonder who it's from. First one yeah. comes from Fuzzbox99. If you could have a conversation with anybody in the gaming world, developers, head of companies, famous players, etc., who would you have one with? What video game character would you also have one with? Um... This one's going to be very ironic because I would have a conversation with Reggie fils He's not a game developer. Oh, okay. Fine. Heads of companies. Head of company. <laughs> I, I don't think I have to explain the irony in that. Um, if you, you missed you, your chance. I did miss my chance. Your failure in life. Thank you for repeating what I already know. <laughs> um... Any video game character? Um, Link. Why not? I was to say not That'd be Link. a bit of a one-sided conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's say, I, despite me being a humongous Zelda fanboy, Link is the one person I would not want to interview. <laughs> um, no, in, serious, in all seriousness, um, we're going to go Solid Snake on that one. <laughs> nice. Snake. Can even love bloom on a battlefield? <laughs> snake? 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 Can love bloom even on the football field? If we get out of this, I'll let you know. Set. Hi. Hi. Oh, Fiji Cats. Update more, damn it. Uh, the Baga, what about you? Uh, for game head of company... Non-serious answer. Bobby Kotick so I could punch him in the face. Yeah. Serious answer. <laughs> Serious answer. Probably Gabe Newell, truthfully. He may be a bit of a jerk from what I've seen, but I would really like to talk with Gabe Newell. Don't know about what, but I'd like to talk with, talk with him about anything, pretty much. Cause you gotta, you got to ask him the question, though. When it's Half-Life 3, Half-Life 2 Episode 3 coming out, and yeah. then he'll punch me in the face because I'm probably the 400th person that's asked him. More like 400,000th. I mean, even Peter Molyneux's son asked him <laughs> when that game was coming out. Great video. Uh, and then, yes, and Darker, I did hear about the high school class that got to talk to Gabe. I am extremely jealous. I never got to do that. Uh, I'm very mad. But anyways, uh, video game character. That's a really, really hard question. Um, 
I would probably like to talk to Xemnas from Kingdom Hearts 2, because he's one of my favorite villains hmm. of video game dum-dum. Dum-dum-dum-dum. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like I should have added a second dum in there. I don't know why. But he's what I'm a really big fan of pretty much... How does Gabe feel that Duke Nukem Forever is coming out before Half-Life 2 episode 30? <laughs> <laughs> so that is a tragedy in itself. <laughs> but, uh, personally, I'm a very big fan of villains, and he's one of my favorites, so I'd enjoy having a conversation with him, as long as he didn't kill me and try to take my heart. That'd nice. be an important caveat. <laughs> but, yeah, that's my answer. Buzz, what about you? Probably, I'd have a talk with Peter Molinax, Molyneux. <laughs> <laughs> I just make fun of his name spelling. Um, uh, he made my favorite childhood game, Syndicate Plus, which is a DOS slash Amiga slash Super Nintendo game back in the day. Um, it's only good on a computer though. It sucks on Super Nintendo. Anyway, I just like him as a designer and a developer. He's really smart, and I would ask him a lot of techie, geeky questions. I passed by him at E3. I looked at was like, is that? And then like I snuck a peek at the name tag. I'm like, yep, that's Peter Mullen. He was just like walking by in the yep. hallway. He's he's a pretty cool guy. I don't I'm not a big fan of his Fable series. I'm I, actually I'm not much of a fan of any of his later works, but <laughs> even Milo. Uh, no, Milo can die the fire. <laughs> oh my! God. Now I got to change my answer, by the way, because Zero Ronma brought up that Professor Oak. <laughs> I would totally talk to Professor Oak. No way, man! I'd be talking to Phoenix Wright. Oh yeah, Godo, Godo. Oh, oh I yeah, yeah, Godo too. I would have I was a single, I'd talk to Zelda and hit on her, but since that's not an option, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Phoenix that's Wright, the real Godo. answer right there. <laughs> 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 I'd break her. Link failed. <laughs> You'd break her. <laughs> oh she's antisocial. Oh. Oh, Every time she gets saved, she's like, "Thank you, bye." See you next time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. Um. Man. Yeah, God. I think Goto would would be a better answer. I'd hang out with Goto. <laughs> um. Debaga, if you do talk with Professor Oak, make sure it's his original voice and not his current anime voice, which... Sorry, uh, the anime never went past season five. I have proof. Um, and by proof, I mean I just stopped caring. It doesn't exist. Mm. Just like no Pokemon past Generation 2 exists. Yeah. Professor Oak's recent anime voice is the, the worst thing ever. We'll, we'll just say that. Hmm. Nice. Uh, question from Mythos. Have you ever played a game that has truly captured you as far as story, concept, and gameplay are concerned? If so, what game? Hmm. I have to think about that one. I have an answer right away, actually. Kingdom Hearts 2? No, actually. Oh, shocker. Oh, oh. Bioshock. Ooh. Hmm. That game has an incredible story and an incredible concept, and it is all, it's the only game that can compete with Kingdom Hearts 2 in my heart. And considering I only played it for the first time like four months ago, it is such a good game. I love that game so much. Uh, <laughs> and especially everything Andrew Ryan says, I just love. 
and the story, the twist, which I'm not going to reveal in case you haven't played the game, which is a crime. Go play that game right now. I haven't played it, but I know it. And the twist at the end is incredible. And you, I literally did not see it coming. I did not, but, um, which is probably bad for me. Um, but I just love Bioshock. The story, the atmosphere, other than the fact that by the end of the game you are so bored of killing big daddies that it's not <laughs> even funny. I mean, I was so happy the first time I killed a big daddy. It was like, oh my god, I am like on top of the world. This is the best thing ever. And then for the rest of the game, every time you pass a corner, oh, hey, look, another big daddy. Fun times. <sighs> But yeah, that that's definitely my answer, hands down. Interesting. Any for you, Buzz? I have separate answers for all three parts. That that's my <laughs> thing too. Like I don't think I can think of a game that has done all three for yeah. me, but yeah. Like for me, growing up, Final Fantasy Four captured me story wise. I cared beginning to end what was happening and wanted to know what was happening next. Like that's just I guess I was the right age or whatever. I don't know if that had the same effect if I, at my current age, but for me, that's, that game had that effect. Concept, ironically, recently, Magicka, my favorite <laughs> concept in a game of just having elements and mixing them and basically taking like a fighter concept and putting it into an RPG. Well, not even, I guess it's not an RPG really, but just kind of an action uh, fantasy game. And then uh, gameplay, my favorite one. The one I actually just mentioned a while ago, Syndicate Plus, is just to me the most beautiful concept of you can. It's like it's got a little bit of RTS in it, in that you control multiple agents, but yet it's not an RTS because you don't control hundreds of armies. You control just only up to four agents, so it's got kind of more of a Diablo aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's hard to explain. You have to play it to understand it. But it's a great, great, great game. Like no matter how old it gets and how crappy it seems by today's standard. I still fire up DOSBox and play it once in a while. It's awesome. So, yeah. but yeah, all those are my three. I can't think of one that really just slams all three at once. I would agree with that. Um, when I was first trying to think of how to answer this question, my gut instinct was Metal Gear Solid 2. But then I think about it and it's, no, that's that's just for story. Yep. When I think about it, like, the gameplay, I, I don't like stealth gameplay. And concept? No, it doesn't even stand out there. I like Metal Gear Solid 2's gameplay, or excuse me, the story the most. The, the mind mm-hmm. F, it, it makes a believer out of you, even if it's only for a minute. Yep. Um, Lolly Lule Low, man. Holy crap. <laughs> um, let's see, as far as the concept, we all want to be Pokemon trainers if you played the game at a young age. Yes! Oh, um, I want to live in that world so badly. It oh. kind of defined my entire gaming life. So, as far as concept goes, I'm going to go with Pokemon. And gameplay, I'm going to throw a little bit of a curveball. Um, not many games are as addictive, gameplay-wise, as Persona 3. um when i have you know a week of you know all i really have to do is look after the dog and i should be looking you know for jobs and stuff during the summer and suddenly it's the end of the week and i've sunk 40 to 50 hours into the game 
yeah, it, it's kind of pretty addicting with uh, as far as the gameplay goes with blending, you know, the dungeon crawling with the the school sim. Just just so you know, when you were yelling at me earlier for not like continuing Twilight Princess, Persona Three is the reason for that. Well, that's, that's, a, fair, that's a fair reason. <laughs> um, I have not played the answer yet because I kind of got spoiled a little bit. And I also wanted to move on to other. I just had so I have so many other games. So, and I had already sunk like seventy hours into it. So, <laughs> I've sunk thirty. Yeah, I know the idea is like, oh, what's another ten more or whatever. But I, the way I see it, like I beat Persona Three. I don't have to worry about FES. Mm. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> I I can't think of a title that encapsulates all three. When there's you know certain games that rank higher on each of the aspects, yeah. I guess for me the, those actually, three things are so separate. I just three separate games came to mind because you can't really score maxed out on all of them. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess now that I, now that I think about it, like there's one that really, I mean the ending of Trials and Tribulations always sort of gets mm-hmm. me emotionally, truthfully. Yeah. Um, and the way it closes everything up and ties up all the loose ends, pretty much. And truthfully, when I was replaying it earlier, I teared up. I teared up. I'm a man enough to admit it that I teared up to a Phoenix Wright game. Aww. You're a sissy. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the I'm not going to say anything about it because people need to go and play that game if they haven't. Apparently, Darker I Cried, I win. Well, it never mind. Um, (laughs) last mail time question from DQP. The Oscar awards ceremony is this Sunday, actually tomorrow. Any predictions? I gotta Um, confess, I really like never watch it, so really, I'm not even sure what to think. Hmm. Um, Inception. Probably. Kate's speech is gonna win. It's Oscar bait, and yes, I am sad to admit it. It's but. what all movies that came out in 2010. Mm-hmm. When did Toy Story three came out? That's gonna win. <laughs> it's actually up for Best Picture. One of the yeah. ten movies that I hate that they do ten movies. Yeah, but it's one of the ten movies that's up for Best Picture. So uh, yeah. I wish it would win. I really do wish that or Inception would win. And I'm really disappointed that I don't get the opportunity to explain to my parents why Daft Punk is at the Oscars. Hmm. They should have gotten nominated. They really should have. If Mop Top is listening right now, he agrees with me like 100%. It just would have been fun if when they came in costume and everything to just to tell your parents, like my dad would go, who the hell are they? Why are they? It's like, yeah, that's that's Daft Punk. They're basically the Power Rangers in music form. Yeah. Did you have any uh, other thoughts, Debaga? Personally, uh, Christopher Nolan got shafted because he's not he up did. for best director. He did. For Inception. I mean, uh, I really... I don't like the Oscars. I don't like... I mean, they're respected, and I respect them and everything, but it's all old people, like, trying to... They're afraid of what's popular now. I mean, personally, when I started losing faith in the Oscars is when The Dark Knight wasn't even nominated for 
best picture. I know, I know it wasn't going to win, even if it was nominated, but I mean, come on. It was like, it was a good movie. It was one of the most popular movies that came out that year. And it was like one of the greatest villain performances that I have ever seen. Yep. And it wasn't even, it wasn't nominated. It wasn't even nominated. That was stupid. And I lost all faith in the Oscars that year. Yeah. Um, last year, I swept the major categories. I predicted on the forums, what is it, the 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 top six, whatever, five, the five or six, whatever that I, I had, you know, predicted last year. I swept them. Hmm. I cannot promise the same this year, <laughs> but as you know, I did not perfectly predict the Super Bowl. I was close, but I did not perfectly predict the Super Bowl and the NFL playoffs and all that. So I will do my best. You know, to document it for uh, for the Oscars' sake. As much as I think the King's Speech could win Best Picture, and it wouldn't surprise me if it does, I'm going to say The Social Network will win Best Picture. That's um, probably if King. I agree. Actually, if King's Speech doesn't yet. win, I haven't either. But from what I've heard, if King's Speech doesn't win, it's going to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's. It defines a generation in a way. So, but that's at the same time, like I've heard, especially a lot of film reviewers saying that that's probably why it's not going to win because, like I said, all the judges are old guys and they're all afraid of technology <laughs> and new ideas. Yeah, and so it's not going to win. <laughs> um, Colin Firth is going to hands down win lead actor for King's Speech. I, I don't think there's much of a question there. Um. I think uh, Christian Bale is going to get supporting actor for the fighter, which I didn't. I didn't really. I don't really like Christian Bale as a person, but no. in that movie, he wasn't bad. But I still hate Christian Bale. I'm. A, I'm just going to point that out right now. I hate him. He's not a likable human being. No, you Christian hater. <laughs> Christian Bale. <clears throat> um, lead actress Natalie Portman, Black Swan, which she totally deserves. Mm-hmm. Like hands down, she deserves that. Yeah, she does. Um, Haley Steinfeld in True Grit for supporting actress. She kind of you know stands toe to toe with you know Jeff Bridges and Matt Damon and uh, the, other guy. <laughs> the other guy. The other guy. Well, what's his I name? <laughs> I, I can't even think of like the other main guy <laughs> who's in that movie. I'm actually, not even sure. I haven't seen True Grit yet, so. Mm-hmm. And then I had uh, time to go to theaters. I never saw Harry Potter. I never saw Tron. I'm so <laughs> angry about this. And directing is a tough category. It really is. I, I'm I'm going to lean towards Darren Aronofsky for Black Swan. But it David Fincher. It should be yes, should be. but David Fincher's got a shot. I think David O. Russell also has a shot uh, for Social Network and The Fighter. So those are my picks as a as a film person guy and let's just put this out right now there's no contest toy story 3 is gonna sweep best animated feature it's gonna destroy everything i don't even way. know who's competing best, best animated feature <laughs> best, animated, best, animated, best animated feature toy story 3 how to train your dragon and the illusionist oh, how to train your dra- well hmm, wait that came out last dragon year might put out a really fight. i was in march last year how to Train Your Dragon oh, might put up a pretty big, a pretty good fight, actually. It really, might. 2010 was a really long year. <laughs> Jeez, I didn't realize that came out last year either. Yeah, but that's... Toy Story three, but uh, 
now that you just mentioned that how to train your dragons on there, that's it's close. that's gonna make it a little that's harder. Tough, so. Yeah, I like How to Train Dragon a lot. It was a great movie. I still haven't seen it. God, what? I missed so, so good. Good. What's wrong with you? And I love animated movies more than anything else ever, and I haven't seen it yet. I'm so it is a great, great, great movie. It, it has is. dragons in it. And what more do you want? It, wait, it has dragons in it, dude. I never could have guessed that. No, no. that's like you just spoiled the entire movie for me, Buzz. Now I can't go see it. And I thought it was How to Train Your Chicken. <laughs> I would watch that movie actually. Oh man. Um, but I think that's pretty much it that we have to cover. Is there anything else besides you know? I- I'll obviously plug on the front page your twenty-four hour marathon. Yep. Hmm. Uh, we still don't tense. have details as to where it's going to be. We don't know if it's going to be on my channel or if we're going to make a separate channel. But those details will be up fairly soon, probably by the end, by tomorrow night. So uh, I am tense, looking, just I'm like camping. It. I look forward to it too, but I also fear it a great deal. I don't know how it's going to turn out. <laughs> you will not sleep. <laughs> well, we're actually talking about it. Like, what if we took? three-hour shifts past midnight and just slept for those three-hour shifts oh, of dear. hosting. And I don't even know if that's going to work. But uh, Well, I'm looking forward to it. We think it's going to turn out pretty awesome. And, uh, yeah. Awesome. Alright, well, otherwise that is all for episode 81 of Show Me Your News. And thank you very much, Debaga, for, for coming back. I know you were trying to fight a, an interesting schedule today but we really <laughs> appreciate you making time for us uh, thank you for having me back on like i said i didn't expect to be invited back on anytime soon so this was quite a happy surprise and it came on a pretty bad day so i'm very you deserve it you are I'm the very... dobaga <laughs> yes. don't invite other bagas here little bugger nice. I'm, I'm glad fedabaga <laughs> anyway it's really fun to say now that i say that i'm gonna start pronouncing it like that damn that's what i would do you are fedabaga <laughs> Okay. Anyways, thank sounds you. Like for it, it sounds like son of a gun. <laughs> son of a gun. It actually does. Um, I was gonna say one more thing. Crap. Yes, new guests. Talk. Talking is a good thing. <laughs> I feel it was a little easier this time. I think it might be because uh, last time it was just me and Yoko, and I was nervous. Now that Buzz uh, is here, it kind of helps. Buzz yeah. is the great I'm equalizer. <laughs> I'm all about, you know, guest rights and stuff, and I'm an activist, and, you know. <laughs> Do you go out in front of, like, Yoko's house, hold up signs for certain Yeah, guests? I pick Yoko's lawn. <laughs> they would be like, what are you doing in here? Come on in, let's play some Smash. I know. <laughs> Hosting the show uh, with somebody, I haven't even met the guy. Well, how are you to find meat, but... This Maybe is why we need to get you guys. We need to find out how to get both of you to E3 this year, and we can do, like, a meetup. It'll be awesome. We'll make it happen be, somehow. You can somewhere. meet in person for the first time. We'll get it on film. It'll be incredible. I'm still scraping for a potential Yomacon visit since I can afford a ticket. There you go. That'd be <laughs> nice. awesome. Be epic, epic show me your news meetup of epicness. I think so. Yes. Think so. And Panda would have to come then. He would. There would be no excuse. I would just except like. If he, I would, except if he had exams. No, I'd write. I'd write a bot. That would just spam Great him daily. Life. You will go to Yomacon. You will go to Yomacon. You will go to Yomacon. <laughs> That's how we got... We actually did that to one of my friends to get him to get Skype. Me and Ben actually 
spammed his Facebook wall and his text <laughs> inbox. That's the key. Like, mm-hmm. And we're trying to do the same thing for Steam now because Stuff I have all his outlets, so he just can't ignore it. I have a copy of Monday Night Combat waiting for him, but he won't get Steam. It's infuriating. Oh. <sighs> Anyhow, with that, I am Yoko. And I'm the Buzzsaw. And I'm the Debugger. No, you're the Debugger. With that, we are out. Thank you for listening. Speaking of retrospective, I was very happy with that Easter egg of the last episode. Um, it was with the, fantastic. With the um, going through the fan... Because you actually mentioned that my one of mine was one of your favorites, which was, I think it was the uh, the demonic with like the giant K.K. Slider oh, breathing yeah. fire and the, the uh, horns. That made my day. That and when you guys got to the sugar saw one. Oh my god. I was in the middle of class and I was trying to hold in the laughter because like I don't know what it is, but when I hear people laugh, I have to laugh. Well, it's and it's infectious. It was that was that was like one of the first times in a while that I had actually cried from laughing. <laughs> and I went and looked at the picture right when I got home and I think I probably did the same thing. <laughs> That is an amazing picture, and I don't ever remember seeing that. So, the uh, the one that's been in my head the past couple of days is the Landmaster one, and when Tony said like Yoko's face is so derp, <laughs> it was so true. Uh, but anyways, yeah. I probably have to go. Mm-hmm. So, it thank you for fun. having me on the show oh, again. No problem. It was yes, awesome. his, his name. Master M two four three, and don't you dare do anything about it, or I will be really <laughs> pissed. Uh, anyway, take it easy, Debaga. You too. See you later. Yep. <laughs>